For those of you who are listening on other platforms, we may read stuff out or make comments about things our live audience is saying. Uh, one example is our weekly IPA reviews. Uh, we often have members of the audience drinking alongside with us um, and we add their scores to help us create a more accurate average. If you ever want to check us out live, we are doing the podcast at 20, 100, 8 o'clock GMT, Monday at twitch.tv slash blocks apart, twitch.tv slash iron the shark and twitch.tv slash Benky the damn goose. Um, we are also on all podcasting platforms that are worth mentioning um welcome to the tgim podcast where we talk about the four most important topics worldwide tunes gaming <laughs> ipas and mental health thank god it's monday today on the podcast we have myself lewis blocks part we have tom other half of blocks part i am the shark uh we have jack otherwise known as lemsy oh. joining us and we have benky from benky the damn goose channel harry hello welcome how are we doing, guys? Hello, hello, how how are, are we all? How are we all? Hell yeah, I'm good. I'm excited for yeah. today. Me too, actually. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm up, boy. Good. I'm glad. I'm in a really good mood about this. It's always such a nice thing, though, isn't it? It's always just like, oh, thank God it's Monday, you know? Yeah. Thank God it's Monday. The podcast is today. My week is made. I'm last a little. I've, I've been a little bit stressed out Woo! last few days. Thank you, because, El Guapo, uh, for the subscription. <laughs> For the last couple of days, because my stupid twats at work, because we've been slightly quiet to keep sending me home early, and like I'm getting my hours cut really badly, and you know I've got rent and bills to pay and stuff, and it's a it's a pain in the ass because it oh, just means that I'm leaving myself short, and like I want to be able to do things that I can do. But other than that, um, I'm doing really really well. Uh, stayed up until 3 a.m. last night uh, doing some producing with Kieran, and we've produced one of the most incredible songs you'll ever hear in your life. So that's going to be awesome, oh, at least. I'm excited. Oh, you can't. We, it sounds like it could be it on tomorrow. Bloodborne. It's like a Bloodborne. If you play when, Bloodborne, when are we? When are we? When can we expect anything? Oh, anything. Anything. Very soon. Very Not soon. Not that song though. Um, oh. So yeah. I'm doing a vocal um tracking. Uh, vocal take, yeah, vocal tracking on Friday for a track. Ooh. Um it's quite a neutral song. It's something for <laughs> Thank something you, Sam, for the sub. Everybody. Sorry. <laughs> you got a lot of subs. <laughs> it's Thanks, something guys. For everybody there. Uh it's 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 a bit different. Um it's an anomaly in the Omen One discography. Um well, that we've obviously heard, but not not you guys, but um and then it will be sent away to be mixed and then it'll be mastered. Hopefully it'll be on platforms early January. It takes three weeks for Spotify and Apple Music to verify your song. So call it maybe five weeks or so, hmm. hopefully. So Very after nice. Christmas. Yeah, 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 for sure. Are we going to play it? Christmas number one, we... so there's no point. We might do. Are we going to be allowed to play it on the uh, the podcast here? Yeah, so I will get a mastered version of the track before it goes onto Spotify because um, I will obviously need to give the mastered version to Spotify to give. So I'll have the track three weeks before it is allowed to be on uh, streaming services so we can uh, listen to it uh, each week f um, if people obviously oh, miss it or want to hear it each week to the upcoming official release. Um, so yeah, really, really looking forward to that. Um, Brilliant. You guys, I think, will enjoy it. Um, it's definitely very different, but it's um, it's also quite unique as well. So, Brilliant. Uh, yeah, oh, I think you'll definitely enjoy it. 
I'm really excited I don't think about there's that. any. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I really don't think there's any uh, there's any doubt in it. It's also completely every single thing you hear on there is produced by me, so it's very personable to me. Uh, it's like my child, so lovely. There's awesome. a lot of passion involved. Moving Love on, a bit how of passion. Doing, Tom? How's Tom doing? How's Tom doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, back to work, so. Yeah, that's uh, sure. that's all right. So, uh, yeah. So, but not much other than that. Streaming still. You had the day off today. Uh, yes. So <gasps> he. Uh... Yeah, I was off first day, and then today is another one of my days off. Yeah, so... I was. Uh, I was really lonely. Just sat in Harry's flat because he was working, and then. Uh, yeah, I saw that I am thy shark went live, and my day was made. Cheeky early I was like, stream. Christmas Hello came early, baby. Yeah. Page 16, <laughs> AWC, evening, evening. Hello, father. Hello, dad. <laughs> um, thank you for the follow, Bravo One. Welcome to to the family. And Welcome, thank Bravo. You. Oh, he's redeemed a cheeky wink, so we all have to do oh. it. <laughs> well, what up, Brav has? When you're ready. <laughs> uh, when, when are we oh. ready? <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh! Thank you, Blaze, for opening. Come on, Tom! Slacking! Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go. Get the shark to wink. Hello, G. Good to see you. Well, that's not a wink, but there's a loose shark. It's your stream and not mine. Yeah, my stream's better. Yikes. Jesus Christ. Yikes. Yikes. Everyone's in Lewis's. All right. You might as well. What are you going to expect? You honked at my door. Yeah, you know what? I wish I actually honked Oh, at look, there he is in the bad, bad honey. Oh, it's the bad honey. Ooh. <laughs> Hello, everyone. A fan favorite. Hello, hello. Yeah. Fan favorite indeed. Right. Glad to see you, man. Glad to see you. Right. Yes, El Grappo, yeah. the You're one, the only. BH is here. Love ah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if you want the full podcast experience, you do have to join us live. Um, you do. Definitely oh, do. for sure. The yeah. best experience. Um, only then can you see our beautiful faces in real time. Absolutely. <laughs> Indeed. Ah, That's right. Uh, who, who haven't we seen how we are? Jack, did you say how you Me? were? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. Good, I'm, good. I'm glad. Um, I actually had my first proper exercise session in a while yesterday i guess um i've joined harry's i'm gonna say it's your team because it basically is after <laughs> uh after seeing yesterday because you just run the joint um so yeah i i started playing uh yeah started playing football and Ooh. yeah it's it's yeah, it's nice. sort of mainly for uh mainly for fitness, but I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. Um Oh no. Yeah. Okay, quickly, I'm really sorry to do this. I'm gonna stop streaming because my desktop audio is not working, so all they can hear is me. Uh oh, if you no. are in my chat, oh, no. please go to Damn. Twitch. To, 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 I can't spell twitch.tv slash blocks apart or twitch.tv slash I am thy shark. Yeah, yeah. Um, go there. We'll have the whole spiel there. We'll see you there, Dad, and you can follow um, Lewis because he's a legend. It's all right. I've, I've gone offline. <laughs> so sorry to the people listening on other streaming platforms about that. I didn't mean to have that intervention, but uh, 
It's happened. Oh, right. Terrible. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> That's all, all good. good. As long as you've so, how are you doing, Lewis? Man, you doing well? How's things with you and, yeah. and uni life and stuff? How's life? Yeah, I, I'm good, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, there's not really much else to say. I had a pretty shit day at school last week. Um, just probably like my worst day of teaching occurred. Um, but no, now I've kind of picked myself back up. Feel a lot more positive about it. We all have our bad days, so yeah, I'm I'm feeling good. Good man. Good, good. Right. I'm glad you picked yourself back up, man. It's sometimes hard when you have like a really demotivating moment to sort of really sort of basically kick yourself in the arse and yeah. be like, oh, I yeah. need to get back onto this. And you know what, mate? Kudos to you for doing it, man. Kudos I just knew when it. I started teaching the lessons, I was like, these are shit. <laughs> what am I doing today? Kind of thing. Oh, really? But yeah, it's fine. Mm. Sort it all out. Sometimes you have those days, though. Yeah. yeah. Not every day sometimes can be perfect. And if they yeah. are, then well. Fucking fair play. Yeah, exactly. You're doing better than I am. Yeah. Good mm. for me. Cool. Right, Good. lovely. Right, so... we'll move on to our gaming section, yeah? Let's do Hell it. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So the gaming topic this week is games that are a labour of love. So what we mean in there is games that consistently get updated with fresh and new content frequently. Um, <clears throat> some starter ones, some of them might be a little bit contentious, which I guess is why they're listed. Uh, Minecraft, mm. Astroneer, Animal Crossing, No Man's Sky. Uh, I've got some others to talk about. I don't know if somebody wants to take this first. Uh, Start, man. Okay, well, Minecraft for me is quite contentious because obviously Notch started Minecraft, Marcus Person. Um, mm -hmm. But then he kind of, I don't know really, he, I wouldn't really call him a sellout because his, he, he wanted to get rid of the game because I think he was quite bored of updating it. So that's why I probably wouldn't call it a labour of love because it went over to Microsoft. But then you've yeah. got, um, I can't remember his name. There's another Jeb. guy, Jeb, that's it. Jeb, Jeb Bergstein or Bergstein. He like f he was working for for Notch throughout and kind of helped with development mm. when it got more popular. And I think he has shown it a labor of love. He's shown mm. that he will be dedicated to the pro to the project. So he's been there since the start, which is really interesting. Um I just want to quickly quickly ask you yeah. Um, it's not actually a trivia question, but when did the game actually come out? Was it 2003? 2003. 2008. No. Was that like, I mean... 2008, um, I think. I mean, think back, right, to 2008. Think what games you were playing back then that... Ah, okay. Right, just think about what games you were playing, and then try and think which games are still getting updated. Yeah. Because that sure, is man. fucking mental. That is, yeah, absolutely. Um, RuneScape is the only one I can think of. I yeah. was playing back then and it's still getting updated. Mm. Uh, 2009, actually. Thank you for chat. Where did you get 2003 from, darling? I have no yeah. idea. I'm very tired. <laughs> Thank you, Blaze. Um, and what's up, bro? Been. Oh, good to see you again, man. Yeah, it's good to see you. Uh, yeah. in Lewis's... In, uh, sorry, not Lewis's. In Tom's chat earlier. Yeah, earlier. But um, another thing I'd maybe say is... I guess, yeah, Bad Honey, your comment's good. Microsoft have done a few good things for Minecraft, but I feel like the Nether update was a bit of a cop-out because it's just retexture. Um, yeah. <laughs> but another game that sprung to mind when Blaze, executive producer Blaze, just brought this subject up was Terraria for me. 
because they didn't oh, yeah. stop updating that till i mean Last a few year. months ago yeah yeah recently yeah. very and recently it was a like 2000 plus item update as well it was like mm. they didn't leave it for the faint-hearted they were like okay we're going out with a bang here is so much yeah. new stuff that's going to take you either a long time to grind or um you know obviously the, i think mm. there's that creative mode isn't there in terraria that you can yeah definitely yeah. and in the game right, there's you know, so much content items. 2,000 yeah, items in a game that size is like, yeah. Jesus H. Christ, that's a lot of things. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. crazy. And I think I those two Terraria games really influenced... <laughs> those two games really influenced, like, a genre. If you think about yeah. games now, yeah. there's a lot of similarities, you know. Yeah, so, for sure. And that's I think Terraria... a lot of inspiration from Minecraft, though. Yeah, sure. and it, well, it's a 2D version, isn't it, 2D I guess, Minecraft, if yeah, you want to be pedantic. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah uh, sure. it's... I mean, I I didn't really play Terrarian much, but they put a lot of dedication into that. And my other one was RimWorld because we talked about it last week. They released the game, God knows how long ago. Um, let's have a look. And then they recently brought out a DLC, didn't they? Yeah, 2016. So that's four years of free content up get updates, which is mm. pretty good hash. And then they've brought out a new DLC, which they're going to be working on. But they're constantly bringing out updates for it. And they've got a really active community, one of the most active modding communities on Steam. So I would say, in the, I'm not going to rely. I would say in the, in on any platform. Yeah. So I mean, they would be my three, like Minecraft, Terraria, uh, RimWorld, are the three ones that kind of spring to mind for me at the moment for kind of labour mm -hmm. of love games. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, no. I didn't realize Ashtonir was that. I think I, think yeah, I didn't yeah, realize Ashtonir was that. Ashtonir, December twenty sixteen. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they, I feel like they really sort of went went the distance with Ashtonir because. But I just want to say with I Ashtonir, don't remember it. near one of these ones because I wouldn't necessarily. And this is why it's difficult nowadays because is it is it a labor of love if it comes out in like alpha or and like beta and then they well, are constantly sure. updating it. Well, no, because I'd agree it is. the the full game isn't even out yet, so you expect them to keep updating it. I feel Whereas like some people could... games like a No Man's Sky that's a labor of love because they released the full game, it didn't do well, and yeah. they like built it again they from the ground it, yeah. up. Um, it's exactly the same. I was gonna I was gonna mention Final Fantasy fourteen, which is another one like No Man's Sky when that originally came out that tanked it did terribly but then a bloke called ishihara came on board and reworked the entire game from ground up in like a year a year and a half they like smashed the game out and it's wow. hugely popular now hmm. but um <clears throat> but yeah that's that's just something i wanted to put forward would people consider like i know it is still a labor of love but it's like a different form almost because mm. there's like a difference between um, going through the stages of pre-releasing a game <clears throat> and updating it to get to the full release and fully releasing a game and continuing to add content to it. Because um, I think that also shows, that shows like even more labor of love. If you release a full game, and you, yet you're still willing to add extra stuff, especially free stuff yeah. um, to your game. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's For actually sure. a game that I uh, that I I did see in chat as well. Um, 
but someone said it. Oh, what's up, bro? Said it. Rainbow Six Siege is like that, mm. um, where they release a full game, but they are constantly pumping out free content. It's four times a year. Like, they do. like yeah, like it's nothing as well, and it's it's incredible. And it's got they're obviously quite a big esports a... following there. Yeah, hasn't it? So, yeah. I was yeah, about to say. Yeah, they're running a massive really esports like scene as well. No, well, I, love, like, I love a bit of Rainbow Six. If your game's um, doing well on esports, it makes sense to bring out free updates, I think, mm, because yeah. you've already got that revenue income, haven't you? And I guess that would be perhaps my problem to some other games, like League of Legends was mentioned. I think that is less a labour of love and more of a money-grabbing exercise now from Riot, um, because... The game used to be amazing and I feel like it was really community driven and then the last few years that's really fallen apart a lot. It's got really toxic, mm. hasn't it? Very yeah. toxic, yeah. Mm. Very toxic. Um, um, and yeah. I wanted to touch on Tom's point uh, where you said about something constantly being alpha or beta. Like, mm. yeah, I guess that might not show so much a labour of love but on the flip side... I think that is a developer potentially saying, you know what, my game is never going to be good enough to be a full mm. game, so I'm just going to keep it in alpha or beta and just keep bringing content out. So I guess that's the flip side for me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there was definitely. one uh, game that, for me, stands out, and that's Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Um this oh is yeah, game. that's had loads, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, release date of the June the 14th, 2016. Would have been cool if they released it on Halloween, but here we are. Um, <laughs> and, like, when it first came out, it looked horrendous. Um, and, I mean, obviously there wasn't much content because it was the first game, uh, first release. But, like, li like, a few months ago, they did, like, a massive graphical overhaul on it. And mm. they've obviously had the rights to add uh, famous killers, mm. um, you know, like uh, Mike Myers, um, the Demogorgon yeah. from Stranger Things. They had Jason. Yeah, yeah, they've got Jason. Wait, do they have Jason? No, I think he... it's not Jason. No, 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 they don't. No, no Jason. They don't have Jason. Um, he's a bit too similar to Mike Myers, I think. But, yeah. um. And like they're still putting a lot of effort in because I feel like a graphical overhaul on a game cannot be easy. I feel like that's something that takes Ooh, a lot, no. a hell of a lot of precision. Um, and it's a fun game. If you have a squad of four, and I have four friends who love playing it, um, it you know, four of my closest friends, and like we really, really enjoy playing it um, every now and again. I haven't played it in a while, but I'll always know it's a game I can fall back on. Um, you know they've got the tomes in the get in that game as well, and like obviously they've got like the daily challenges. They're mm. always giving you stuff to work towards. Yeah, and it's a it is a fun game. Um, so yeah, for me, Dead by Daylight, I think in recent times is the only game that I would say I've got sort of that labour of love for. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Interesting thoughts. I like that segment. That's uh, quite an interesting thing to talk about. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think. I think I just want to mention uh, a game quickly. Um, it's it. very similar to Minecraft in a sense that it's been out for absolutely Roblox. years and still gets still gets updated a lot. Is it Roblox? Um, it's not Roblox. Roblox. No. <laughs> okay. No. It's, dude. it's um it's a game that I personally love, and I'm sure everyone's sick of me talking about it after the Game Awards one. <laughs> Club Penguin. It's, it's CS:GO. <laughs> 
Yeah, Club yeah. Penguin. But yeah, it's CSGO. CSGO because, I mean, that game came out in 2012 fully. Um, and I mean, even, I mean, I think it was two or three days ago, they came out with a like four gig update, which for CSGO is absolutely huge. huge. And they add these operations where they give up loads and loads of content. You do have to pay for the pass, which is annoying, but there's still loads that you can play that isn't, that like isn't uh, pay to play basically. Mm. And it's just absolutely quality. They do it all the time. Um, and yeah, it's oh, it's just such an amazing game, and it gets updated all the time. Whether it's whether it's like sort yeah, of no. um, like graphically, and I know really they're working. Game. Yeah, I know they're working on it at the moment. That um, people are going to be um, sorry, people are going to be uh, not people. The game is going to move over to a new engine, basically. All right, they're yeah. working on it and it's going to be really hard to do and, and they've admitted um, it's going to be absolutely crazy to do. Are they going to keep it a... as CSGO so they're not going to make yes. like a newer... Yeah, so it's going to be CSGO and basically the engine that it's on is called Source mm. and there's loads of memes like Source 2 when because it, the new engine is called Source 2 um, which is what the new Half-Life game was made on. All right. Um and yeah, it's very much Valve time, <laughs> which is is basically like, oh, they'll do it whenever they want, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're all waiting for that. But yeah, it gets updated all the time. Um, and it's absolutely crazy. I absolutely love the game. Bunny love it. I'm done for the week about CSGO. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, no, that was very interesting thing to talk about. And we've had mm. some really good stuff in chat. Um, yeah, for sure. Paddy, I'm I'm not for sucking sure. off a pen. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm pondering. I'm pondering with my pen. Also, hi, Dad. Oh. Now you can hear me. Hi, Dad. <laughs> uh, just quickly, a quick, uh, quick mention um, before we move on to the next bit. Um, I'm not going to get into it because I know we obviously want to move on. But uh, Destiny Two as well. Mm. Yes, Destiny Interesting. All the time. And yeah, RuneScape. Awesome. There you well, go, think, yeah. yeah RuneScape talking about labor of love. We're talking about the biggest labor of love. This podcast. Oh, which is all platforms. Oh, I like that. And that you should come and watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Blockspot. <laughs> Twitch.tv begging oh, the damn goose. And Twitch.tv slash I am thy shark. Oh. Love it. <laughs> right, that's yeah. the end of the podcast. Thanks Available for on all quality <laughs> podcasting platforms. I can say that now Just because we're actually ever, really. we've actually rolled out onto all platforms. I think we're doing bloody well. Um, lovely. I have okay. no. Oh, this week's outrageous opinion. Okay, last week's outrageous opinion uh, was live gigs are overrated. You can never see the artist. Your feet and back hurt, and it's ridiculously overpriced. That was last was week's. If you have anything to say about that, whack it in chat now. Um, but this week's outrageous opinion is. Video game music is um, infinitely better than modern day music. And I mean so much better. There's no contest. I'd rather listen to my favorite video game soundtrack than my my least favorite video game soundtrack than my favorite modern song. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> hmm. um, I mean, it can be in a sense, right? Doom. Mm. I prefer oh, a good soundtrack. Battle theme music to Doom, right? 
but I don't prefer Pokemon battle theme music to enter Shikari. So, mm. I, I don't know about that. Go on, Tom. I wouldn't say it's so much better. Mm. I would say it depends on the game and it depends on like the genre of music they use for the game. So like for me, for a lot of songs, I would say I agree with that if I were to use Spirit Fairer. Yeah. Because that soundtrack was fucking phenomenal. And I'd rate that highly. But mm. there's other video game music that I would say and I wouldn't ever listen to that if I'm not playing the game. And there's even some games that I play without the music on. So mm. like I'm I'm essentially I disagree because I listen to more music than I do video I don't listen to a lot of video game music. But I know there are people out there that do listen to video game music more than <laughs> they do songs. Yeah. The thing with I think the thing with appreciating video game music is the the music needs to coalesce with the game. Mm. I think like you can't just obviously as Blaze said, you can't have heavy metal music in Minecraft. Um, mm. But I think like games that have such a big and important story, your AAA titles, it needs to have some like incredible like amb- ambience or like uh, incredible soundtrack to it. Like for example, there's like The Last of Us um, games, like The Last of Us games, probably like uh, like uh, Skyrim and and Fallout, and, like those kind of games. Like you've got to have a really really good soundtrack to sort of mm. keep you in keep you engulfed in the game as if you're Definitely. actually there. Like when mm. you're playing Skyrim and you've got all the sort of like fiddle music, as in the the instrument not fiddling with somebody, but the like <laughs> you know it's it's a sign of the times. And then yeah. with like, I think it's uh, Last of Us One, the university scene with the three clickers. There's like I, I always remember it because I was about fourteen and shit scared. But there's the most incredible like eerie um, ambient music that you know is so apt and you you really get engulfed into the game mm. um and like yeah. when you're playing doom and you've got those heavy metal riffs and you are running around at the most in stupid guns stupid miles an hour with stupid enemies it works perfectly mm. and i think yeah yeah the music video game music needs to just, coalesce yeah with- just quickly from what um Becky was saying with playing the last of us one i think that's another added thing that comes with video game music is the nostalgia uh, i feel yeah, like I think there's, there's more there. of a nostalgia that's connected to video people. game music because mm. of the fact that you you are so involved with playing it at the same time oh, and sure. i know you you get that with music as well if you go to live gigs and and things if but you'd have to i think you have to listen to that music a lot so it'd only be like one or two oh especially for me it'd be like maybe one or two artists that happens with but with video games you could say the name of a video game and i'm pretty sure the music's or the couple of the tracks will pop into my head yeah i think Mm. you're right there tom and and i mean my favorite video game piece of music is Ezio's family from assassin's creed Mm. interesting Mm. because i i i know that song and that song is my childhood (laughs) It's just like mm. that is the game I played. That's a question, um, lads. What's what's everybody's favorite piece of of music from from a from a video game? Well, I've answered mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna find it because I can't remember the name of the song. 
I Same. think this mine. Thing, right? Go on. This is very specific, but I think mine. The thing that I remember so well is the battle music when you face your rival in Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Oh. Uh, for yeah. some reason, that is one mm. that I've always, always got in my head. And obviously, there's like theme tunes, like the Zelda theme tune is is iconic. And then, like, obviously, you've got the da 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 from like Pokemon Red and stuff. Mm. Um, mm. You know, completely iconic stuff. But I think the the music to that uh, Pokemon Emerald rival battle gets me turned. <laughs> yeah. For me, I've... it's um, it's a C four one eight Sweden. Okay. So it's essentially the Minecraft song. Oh, uh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, because the, me and Lewis piano. played it so much. We pl- we played it so much, and there's so I have so many <laughs> memories within Minecraft. Oh, it's yeah. got 17 mm. million listens on Spotify. It's a banger. The bloody piano. It's an absolute <laughs> banger. I agree with you. Play. It's a DLC for one. Absolute banger. Okay. Um. Horizon think, Zero Dawn, yes, 100% into Galactic Ocean. I think my my most memorable that sticks in my head is probably... Hmm... Probably either, like, the Poker Center music. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> because it is just so memorable to me, because I was spent a lot of time in there. <laughs> um and like the elite four from pokemon fire red and leaf green oh. which is really memorable to me but my absolute favorite if i'm talking about favorite piece of music from a game is bfg division by mick gordon from doom oh, oh my <laughs> god what a song it's okay, just it's just power in your ears right it's literally just like i can't oh i mean the bass is just unreal i Enough said. Go and listen to it because it's amazing. <laughs> Bloody brilliant. Bloody brilliant. I'm going to listen well. to it now. <laughs> the, the guitar in that song is uh, performed at 232 BPM. <laughs> oh, blimey. That's a, that's a speed. So oh, it is Tom, 8 minutes and haven't. 26 well, seconds. Of course I have. 8 minutes and 26 seconds of 232 beats per minute it's it's stupid oh man it's... god smack oh very nice i never played it i mean it's amazing it, yeah toe german oh, far cry 3 music yes far i cry fucking love that game that's one of my favorite games of all time for sure Prince of Persia Warrior with the standalone cosplay. Sorry to sorry to butt in, you lads, but do you want to go and get your first IPA? Oh shit, yeah. I'll get I'll get I'll get also Bad Honey, while I'm getting it, what's my why have I got a gambling addiction? (laughs) I don't I'll I'll be back. Um I'm trying to grab other random ones pop into my head. Oh Sonic um Green Hill Zone theme tune? Banger. Um, what else is there? Didn't ignore you, Sam. I was gonna get to it. I got distracted. Um, I just haven't played Prince of Persia, Warrior Within, nor do I know the song "I Stand Alone" by Godsmack. 
<laughs> I, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, man. I know neither of those. <laughs> I don't know either of them. Uh, what are we having first? Uh, hold on. Let me just... Uh... <laughs> Bad Addy, that isn't Jack's bed, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> That's what he commented on mine. He said, uh, his bed's not made. Ramsey's bed isn't made either. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Track on my planet. Oh. Wild River. I suppose Wild we had River. to leave a Brewdog one to last because it's just, yeah, the it's one. Brewdog. Because it's bloody Brewdog, that's why. Yeah, so when there was one time, so you, you'll definitely know this, uh, uh, Tom, but do you know <laughs> Mother Tongue by Bring Me the Horizon? Yes. So when that song was released, I was so pissed off because I despised it. I was like, mm. bring me the horizon writing a pop love song. And I was like, no, this really isn't for me. <laughs> so what I did is I found a playlist of all of the, uh, thanks Jack, of all of the um, like top theme tune songs. And just went, like, I've just listened to them because they just put a smile on my face. Cause like, I'm so passionate about bring me the horizon. And um so I found, like, literally all the ones. Oh! I've oh. had a revelation. Yep. I've had a revelation. Right. I've had a revelation. Um, yep. Oh, my God. What's it called? Um, Moss Eisley Cantina theme tune. <laughs> nice. Yes. yes. Pacific. Hey, lay four and a half percent, four and a half, four and a half. I say sorry. Stop. Yes. Right, just just very right. quickly, we'll we'll explain to Bad Honey because um he he hasn't been here a while. Um yeah, so Bad Honey, just because you haven't been here a while, I'm currently going through. Um, oh, so you cut out, Jack. <laughs> you cut oh. out. You cut out the meaty bit. Yeah, <laughs> we can hear. Sorry, you can hear me now. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm currently in this in the stages of moving house, um, and during my days off between my shift work, um, I'm generally staying at um, staying at my brother's. So when I'm here and it's on a Monday, obviously I can't use my PC. So I'm in uh, so I'm in uh, his metric uh, flatmate's Wolfie. room. I've seen him, metric Wolfie. On yeah, the so I'm in his flatmate's room, and I thank him very much for letting me use it because I know he's got work tomorrow and bright and early. <laughs> Lemsey, what's the tattoo on your wrist? Say if you don't want mind me asking. So the tattoo on my wrist is uh, a sequence of letters, which is L N O T G Y, and it's life's not out to get you. And of D. course, you can ask. You can ask about any of my tattoos. We do have uh, a many. tattoo section on our Discord, actually. You can... We do, but I don't I think, know whether any of my... I think yours are on there. there. If you don't know what Life's Not Out to Get You is, it is an album by pop punk outfit Neck Deep. And it's also a motto for my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay, right. Right. I'm going to read out bits. the description. A hanger for the back of his door is so thanks. <laughs> so... Wait, I'll show you. He's got one. <laughs> Actually, I won't, I won't. We're so, doing IPA, and I'm thirsty. The, the IPA Thanks review works. On. We give a description. Uh, we give it a first kind of taste. And then we're going to do our music talk section. We're going to review an album. And then uh, we'll give our overall feedback on it. And we'll put some scores on the doors. So we're going to switch to the IPA section now, just so you can see what we're reviewing. This week, we have the Wild River Pacific Pale Ale by Fuller's Brewery. 
Um, Wild Rivet is a double hopped pale ale that uses some of the finest American hops available, such as Liberty, Willamette, Cascade, and Chinook. I think we've had Liberty hops in an IPA before. Uh, the hops have been fully infused into the beer to deliver an instant zesty grapefruit flavour. The malt brings a balancing fullness to the hops, but the pleasant hop bitterness leaves a wonderful linger on the palate. Get this fantastic beer delivered directly in a case of eight. Um, 4.2%. 4.5%. Um, right, let's do the, let's do the crack. Who's doing the, who's doing the crack first? I'll do a crack. Oh. Ooh. Mm. All right, I'll, uh, I'll go next. I'll go next. Nice. Oh, that was a here very... we go. Crispy here, Blaze. <laughs> here we go. Oh, okay. oh that was clean. Oh, go. it's gone everywhere. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> that was a Somebody fizzy boy. Somebody clip that whoa. Somebody clip that whoa. <laughs> that was whoa. a whoa and a half. Whoa. <laughs> His voice whoa. dropped several decibels there. <laughs> Oh man! Whoa! Right, Whoa. Um, Tom. Whilst we're taking a sip, I feel like you should introduce this record because you feel very passionately about it. I do, I do. Uh, the album we are reviewing this week is "Weird" by Youngbloods, um, and it says here that he says my first record was almost like a, se- a phone call asking, "Is there anyone out there who's like me?" Uh, Youngblood tells Apple Music, and it turned out there were millions of people. I found a community where I belong, and Weird is about them. And it is a phenomenal album. It's bloody amazing. Uh, and if you don't like agree. it, you're a dickhead. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Coming from Tom. <laughs> no, it's an amazing album, and for me, it's Probably a contender for album of the year for me. Um, if I had to pick an album of the year, it this would definitely be up there. I have listened so, to it almost non-stop. Tom, give us give <laughs> yes. us your full review then. Full review? I, I can certainly review. do that. Um, let me just get the album up actually, so that I can remember <laughs> exactly how many songs are on it. I can't exactly how many times he's listened to it. Probably thirty-seven. <laughs> Too many. Um, no, it's a. I can't spell weird. Okay. Well, we'll just keep talking. Uh, this song is absolutely amazing. I love Youngblood. I've, I, what, I found him a couple of months ago and I've listened to him loads. I really like him. And I think he's not only musically, but he's somebody I look up to as a, as a person because he's so fuck it to the world. Uh, like he I guess um, I just sorry for butting in, but I just okay. guess um, I don't want to get into it too much, just in case you don't want to get into it. But mm. I guess his whole persona sort of speaks to your whole persona as well. Yeah, no, um, definitely. Like he is mm. somebody I would love to be, mm. like personality wise. Like he's very, and I can only imagine his live shows are amazing. Mm. He's so energetic. Um, He's got he's got ADHD and he talks about that and it's and it's one of the uh, like lyric formats of his songs. He talks about it and stuff. But um, God, I I think there's only one song that I'm on this album that I'm like, uh, 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 which is acting like that, which is featuring Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Strong like, agree with the that. Chorus. I'm like, oh, I don't mind the chorus. It's all right. But like, I was expecting a um, more. Um, 
I think that's probably why, because I was expecting more from them. Yeah. But yeah, other know. than that, I, all the songs, I think Charity's up there is probably my favourite song. Um, it's just a really upbeat song. That's probably why. Um, and I love the rhythm of it. And the I love a guitar that's got that kind of rhythm to it. I love it. Mm. Um, other than that, it's quite in Beverly Hills. It's an amazing song. Amazing song. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Mm. Um, <laughs> should we go for one positive, one oh. alternate review, one positive, one alternate? Yeah. yeah. So is it, is it me or you, you next, Harry? Thank you for the follow, Metric Wolfie. That was me. Thank you. Lewis, you can go, man. I th- because yeah. I, I listened to this record in depth and, I, and you sort of. I, whoa, whoa, of whoa, 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 whoa. I listened to this in depth. Yeah, yeah. I listen right. to this in depth. All right. Okay. Yeah, there's no need to lie, Lewis. Look, look at all these notes. I'm, look, look at all those notes. I wrote a fucking page. That's okay. I mean, page, I did write a lot of notes, but I feel like most of my vocabulary is just saying it's amazing. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Teresa, the start of the album. I thought it was a good start. I like how it slowly brought in the layers that were going to be introduced later in the album. It was very nice. Uh, mm. But yeah, good song on its own as well. Uh, Cotton Candy, quite poppy, and I didn't really like it that much. I thought it was too poppy for me, and I wasn't really expecting it. I appreciate that this album's got loads of different things on it, so I guess in that respect there's something for everyone, but for me I just didn't really enjoy it. Um, Strawberry Lipstick, um, I, where I wrote, don't like it, I don't like talky <sighs> grunge. That's what I felt I like it was like. like it was just okay. a bit too vocal <laughs> wording. I don't like you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did use the pen for its intended purpose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, honey, you do fucking oh, crack me up. Uh, okay, then we move on to Mars. I put meh, it's all right. <sighs> Love Mars. Wasn't blown away. A bit repetitive. My, one of my um, New Music Mondays a couple like Did you last put it week. too repetitive, Lewis? Yeah. <gasps> Me too. Sorry, yeah, man. too repetitive. Uh, and then we had Super Dead Friends. I like the oh yeah I put I like the distorted guitar and vocals also has it had like a Top Gear riff going through it I was like oh it's got that going through Uh, so I picked that up I thought that was pretty good Um, yeah but I liked how he also distorted his vocals as well as the guitar so I feel like that matched the song Uh, love song I put meh and there was no comment to that so that was probably the worst song on the album uh, God save me, but don't drown me. Uh, too poppy for me. Again, I just wasn't expecting that kind of vibe from this. He's quite a crazy dude, and I feel that it was playing a bit safe. Um, safe. Ice, ice cream safe. man. <laughs> yeah, that one. Ice cream man. Come. <laughs> ice cream man. Uh, I thought, yeah, I really like that song. Nice and poppy, but it has some really upbeat vibes to it. So I felt like quite happy listening to that song. So I felt like that was the kind of mood that he was trying to bring across. Uh, weird, another change to the album. It was like an electro style for a bit of it, which I liked a lot. And the vocals were quite smooth as well. So that one was one of my kind of top. I reckon that was second in terms of my appreciated songs. Uh, Charity. 
I felt like I was listening to a boy band um, and it got a bit like park lifey halfway through with the kind of chatting vocals again. So I wasn't too much of a fan of that, that, that track really. Um, acting like that. Good beat. Yes. Rock poppy. I did like that one actually. I, I did like that. Uh, so that's why I've put yes. Um, it's great okay. in Beverly Hills. I put meh. Not much to say about that. It was a bit, bit sad. And I don't know. It just didn't work. It just didn't work for me. Uh, and uh, what was the last one? The Freak Show. My favorite song on the album. I really like this song because it starts with like a joke kind of Britney Spears vibe. I don't know if you've realized this in the way it sounds. It's very 2000s. And I think there's also like that Backstreet Boys kind of scratching of the, the discs as well. That's what, what I kind of picked up. Uh, nice piano rhythm quite retro and then after a minute it changes into this like rock with slightly orchestral vibes to it and i really like that it was quite fulfilling to kind of loop around onto that different meaning which is quite representative of the song title as well because it's like variations of different kind of weird which i liked then it switches back to the 2000 vibe back to the rock vibe it's like a really nice send-off to the album i think it tells its own story so i did really like that song and yeah it's a good album but it does have some weak songs and i feel like i've been more critical than maybe tom has very i need more beer after that review Go on, Jack. Give us your spiel before I right. put it off with a. Do we want to start on a, a start on a good review? Uh, sorry, end on a good review. That's... No. <laughs> okay, we'll go on mine then. Hey, I have a lot of positives to say. Okay, okay, that's fine. Right, so I just I just want to pre-warn everyone that because of my review, it might take us over two hours. Because I have a lot to say about this fucking. We have five minutes each, Jack. It says it on the itinerary. Yikes, Tom chief. did two well, minutes for seven minutes. Oh. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I've got, I've got some, uh, I've got some, I've got a lot to say. Anyway, overview of this album. I absolutely love it. I think it's quality. Um, I think the vocals are incredible, almost all the way through. Um, it's produced beautifully, which was was gonna be because he's such a big artist um so he would have put a lot of money into it lyrically most of it is absolutely genius um it's very emotional and very personal i think um especially with youngblood he there's a song that sort of that sort of brings what i'm about to say together but he he sort of fights for people that are considered different to the people that consider themselves normal. Um, I don't know if that's a good way of explaining it. Tom, is that a good way of explaining it? Mm, I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Tom's my go-to. He's the man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's he considers himself and has been called all his life weird, which is the title of, obviously, this album. Um, so this album, like sort of Tom said, is about those people that sort of resonate with him. Um, and just my last point as an overview is the variety throughout the album is incredible. Like you go from a song where he does sort of a, a little bit, I, I don't want to go too much, but he, he does a little bit sort of like borderline fry screaming, but kind of not, um, to like your, your sort of ballad with a classical guitar, really. Um, 
and yeah i mean it's incredible we'll go i've got a little track by track going um so teresa i think is a very good opening song um i absolutely love the song i think it's very good um it's got an absolutely huge ending i mean like you would think this is the last you would think this is the last song on the album because of the ending um because he just sort of goes he goes in with these like really powerful vocals and and big lyrics it's it's really good um and yeah but again vocally at the end this is absolutely amazing his his sort of range in this song is really good really really good um cotton candy i would agree with you lewis on be i'm very catchy um but i've put on here it's such a bop because i actually i'm not a massive fan of like pop music but i think this is a bop of a song it's awesome um just while you're on just cotton on. candy it might be also mm. worth listening i put it on as a new music monday a couple of weeks ago but he did an acoustic mm. version of it okay which is which is very i think is better than mm. the original i'm gonna give it a listen right now just while i'm talking about it um but yeah i think it's a really good song um and yeah enjoy it a lot there's a lyric in it which sounds exactly like the 1975 and he just says let's have sex and it literally sounds exactly like the 1975 um if if it was in a 1975 song i wouldn't know it was him i wouldn't know it was anyone different um i think it's a very happy song um it sort of it sort of seems like a song that he's he's sort of falling for someone or is is with someone who he really loves and um Halsey. Oh, is, is that, he with Halsey? He's with Halsey. What? Halsey does some fucking. He was. Oh, is he not anymore? No, they broke up at the beginning of the year, I believe. Oh, okay. That's sad. So maybe this song is about someone new that he's falling for. Um because it is a very happy song. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I read Tom. Oh, if I read. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll move on to Strawberry Lipstick. Um, I've said not sure about the start on here. Um, let me just listen to the start again. Oh, yeah, I remember. It's like he like shouts, this goes out to someone I love. And it's just a bit weird. Um, I wasn't sure about it. But I actually think after that, it's a pretty good song. Um, I put on here a typical pop punk song um, because of because of the lyrics. Not much of... Um, not much of the actual sort of structure of the song um, but I think lyrically it's very pop punky um, and again another catchy song which which I enjoyed um, I think maybe after a few listens I probably won't like it as much but I think I've listened to this album probably about six times all the way through now because I do enjoy it and I'm I, I don't hate it still <laughs> which yeah I think it's good um, next song the album's Mars um it, fucking incredible this song like genuinely amazing um i've put funnily enough i put the only bad point is it's quite repetitive mm. um which is what which is what lewis and uh bank obviously have said as well it's very emotional i love the classical guitar in it vocally it's fucking incredible and the key change in it mm. oh what amazing. a fucking key change it is oh. so so good um yeah really really good um super dead friends i put is this beastie boys question mark 
sabotage because it literally sounds like them um i'll sort of skip over the ones that i don't have a lot on because blaze is shouting at me in the chat um <laughs> no no uh, he's telling yeah. you to keep going oh amazing then um so yeah i put is this beastie boys because it does sound like them i kind of like the song but it's probably one that i don't instantly think of when i think of this album um but yeah, I like the style. And again, it's just a crazy variety in this album. And it's just him. Like, he is just a really varied person. Um, and yeah, that song sort of encapsulates that, really. Um, love song. The next song on the album. I put Kind of Poppy. Um, lyrically, it's fantastic. If you read the lyrics or listen to the lyrics, however you want to do it, um, it's really, really good. Uh, one of the lyrics that I sort of pointed out is nobody told me how to love myself so how can i love somebody else mm. and those lyrics are so powerful like to a general person but for me as well it's fucking incredible i absolutely love those lyrics and they're kind of personal to me um because just sort of i feel i feel like that um quite a lot especially when i'm speaking to people um people that maybe I have feelings for, something like that. Um, I just feel like I'm incapable of love because nobody told me how to do it or um, I struggle to love myself. Um, and then the little guitar picking after the chorus. I can't remember how it goes. There's like a little... I'm just going to quickly grab it up. Um, I'll come back to it when once I've heard it. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Like, I really like... Whoever did it is obviously very talented with the guitar and it's awesome. Um, next on the album, God Save Me But Don't Drown Me Out. Again, vocally, it's incredible. Um, I put on this one that he does, he sort of switches between singing and then borderline fry screaming, um, <clears throat> which I really, really liked. Um, I just put, it's an amazing song, very personal to him, I think, this one. Um it's sort of, I think one of the lyrics is something about, uh, I fought all this time, why should I give up now? Or something like that. Um, so I put that he fights for what he believes in. Um, and obviously that is that is a weird community, um, sort of in quotations there. And then the last point I put is a lyric that I really like. It's right, right at the end of the song. It's quite here if you're quietly. Um, but it's him talking and it says good night everybody see you tomorrow i think we might be all right you know oh fuck and it's just absolutely fantastic it literally just brings the whole song together um yeah i'm boring him i know but it's fine <laughs> who um who are you boring you. <laughs> oh um, no i'm i'm no i'm i'm, I'm interested <laughs> um and yeah those those lyrics at the end or that sort of little script that he reads out is really 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 good um and yeah encapsulates the song really well trying to speed up a little bit here ice cream man i think it's very um the start just gets me just gets me moving um the way he just shouts ice cream man and then it goes into the song um i've put that it's very hyper and it makes the album very young blood um i think sort of going from god save me but don't drain me out to where He's absolutely belting out these lyrics um, and singing incredibly. There's a bit of sort of chilled 
and a bit of power in there. And then Ice Cream Man is just him going absolutely skits. And it's just brilliant. I absolutely love it. Um, I don't actually have much to say about the song, apart from it's very hyper. Um, I guess go listen to it and sort of sort of see what you think um, think of that. But yeah, I feel like it pull, it's right in the middle of the album and it just pulls the album together um, as a Youngblood album. Uh, next song is Weird. I said, again, it's very young blood and very personal to him for sort of the same reasons as um, God Save Me But Don't Drain Me Out. Um, it's sort of fighting for the weird, again, in quotations, community. Um, again, there's some lyrics in there that I absolutely fucking adore. Um, I could have picked out lyrics from each song, but I'm only going to go with the ones that really, really stuck in my brain, like literally the first time I heard them. <laughs> And it it sort of um, it, this would be perfect if it trailed onto our mental health section from last week or the week before, and it says "fuck the friends that leave when you're sinking." And funnily enough, as soon as I heard that lyric, I thought of Blaze because obviously we were talking about the uh, last week when Blaze messaged me um, when I wasn't feeling so great. Um, and yeah, those lyrics are uh, incredible. Um, and I also said it's very 1975 inspiration, um, which, which is cool. Cause I really like them as well. Charity, the next song, um, the start sounds very Oasis, which kind of turned me off straight away. But then as it gets into the song, it changes. But I think and me and Harry discussed this earlier. It sounds like a mix between Oasis and the streets. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have listened to the streets. I'm sure you probably have, but it it literally sounds like them all the way through, which is okay in a sense. Um, I liked the song. I didn't think it was as amazing as Tom did personally. Um, Vocally, it was good, apart from the opening line where it sounded like Oasis. And I just put it's a very big song. Um, Yeah, a good song. Wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't put it up there with the top ones, but yeah, it is good. Next song, Acting Like That featuring Machine Gun Kelly was just very meh. Um, I said, yeah, I said, I usually like MGK, but in this song, he just isn't good. I think both of them, I know Machine Gun Kelly has been sort of slated for being a bit monotone, but I think both of them in this song are really, really monotone. Um, And (laughs) I thought lyrically it's poor and... Um, does actually, add anything, does he? No. And I think... Uh, I mean, Tom, you said you like the chorus, right? I don't know. I said I don't mind the chorus. Yeah. Like, I could I could listen to the chorus. I wouldn't exactly enjoy it. But so, so I put here, chorus is just cheesy and a bit shit. Um, <laughs> so, I thought this yeah. was meant to be a positive review. This, this is the one song that's been negative, no? Yeah, true, uh, true. But yeah, it is just a bit shit, um, the chorus. Don't like it at all. And I'm speeding up again. <laughs> um, it's Quiet in Beverly Hills. Absolutely fucking best song in the album. No doubt about it. It's really, really emotional. Um, it's just so powerful. It speaks to probably probably millions of people, this song. Um, absolutely incredible. It's, it's quite clearly very personal to him. And I really want to know what it's, what it's about. I'm sure he'll do one of those videos where he explains the lyrics in the song um, with whatever YouTube channel does that. I can't remember. Genius. Genius, that's it. 
Um, and yeah, in this song, they're fucking genius lyrics. And again, I've picked out some lyrics um, and I'll just quickly say them before we move on. And it's actually the first verse in the album, uh, in the album, in the song. And it's, I'm sat inside a goldfish tank where people fix themselves with rubber bands. I don't want them to believe that I am different. I'm on the ledge that's two feet high and contemplating silent suicide when everybody seemed to make it. And I mean, it needs no explanation. Like that is absolutely incredible. Those lyrics, um, really, really clever. Obviously speaks to people that sit by fish tanks and, and think really, which obviously a lot of people do. Um, yeah, best song on the album, uh, go and listen to it. And then finally the freak show again, a great song. I think this sounded like a Panic at the Disco song. Like, it sounded a lot like a Panic at the Disco song, which I didn't mind, because again, I like, really yeah. like the band. Um, and then I said that it's got a very My Chemical Romance ending, because it just ends on like this... Yeah, My Chemical Romance sort of vibe. <laughs> um, really like the song. Obviously, it's very him again. It, it speaks to the weird community. And yeah, fucking incredible album. Absolutely love it. Didn't think I would because I don't like his old stuff. Incredible, incredible. Go and listen to it. Thank you. <laughs> no. Okay. Take uh, a breath. <laughs> I haven't got long because we've got a time segment, so I will do my bit. First of all, Big Flex. I've met him. He supported Don Broco. Really I lovely guy. Had some nice pink socks on. I kind of want a pair. Um, uh, Teresa, I thought, uh, a great song to engage the uh, a crowd, but it wasn't anything new. It sounded like all-time low. Cotton Candy made me cringe because Cotton Candy is just cringe. Uh, there's too much <laughs> auto-tune on Strawberry Lipstick. Uh, the lyrics, suck on my lipstick, was no. Um, I agree with the repetition on the Mars track, although the message in that is amazing. Uh, I can't argue with that. It sounds brilliant. Which one's that? Mars, sorry. Mars, yeah. Like the message in that track to mm. people, I think, is super, super strong. Totally super Dead Friends is just noise and a collection of bad sounds. There's a Beastie Boys. Shut up. Love Song is an ode <laughs> to Ed Sheeran from X. Uh, again, nothing really unique there. Sweetheart, you're changing my mind is one of the lyrics. Just Ed Sheeran. Um, the Ice Cream Man track, the lyrics in that. Uh, just don't really make any sense something about seeing an ice cream man and then he's doomed you or i, I don't know i don't get it personally um I, I put the charity thing about oasis in the streets um that, that that was i mean it does sound like i've slated it but i'm just i would have gone into more depth if i had enough time um in you my most brutally for about 30 seconds honest way I think he will not produce a better album than this. I think this is him in his absolute prime. Um, I think he has wrung out every ounce of musical and musical talent and performance and lyrics and everything that he has in him. Um, such a strong message in the record. Um, and I understand how it resonates with a lot of people. Um, unfortunately i just didn't hear enough unique stuff on there for me to change my mind um there was just too many comparisons for me to make to other other bands or other um artists um but when it comes to a 
an individual. He is an amazing, amazing man. And I commemorate him so highly for the rock community. It's it's just the person uh, that some like the rock community needed and for the people to resonate with how he's like um how he is and sort of his ideologies and everything so i could completely commemorate him for that um it takes balls to speak about stuff like that on a record so um yeah i think overall i wouldn't listen to it again but i can understand why people love it um so uh fair play to him it's a very very good album um for the people that love it but just just not for me thank you thank you thank you thank you well done thank you guys that was brilliant um we're moving on to uh lyric section so we've got to guess some lyrics oh just as a quick base bro oh yeah ipa in-depth review first oh yeah sorry fucking purpose of the podcast yeah 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 yeah. just skipping (laughs) over it okay okay right (laughs) okay this was great i'm i love this ipa this is one of the greatest ipas i've ever drank Oh, Jack's Jack's Whoa. not happy. Oh no! Right, I'm gonna delete. Sam, are you there? Are you there to review as well? Um, really? Oh, beautiful! It is absolutely stunning. I could drink them all day. Oh, right, yeah. taste. Taste is a ten. Yep. Loved it. I it had like a. It's amazing. Did you feel it tasted a bit like I Urn Brew? Like after, Iron Brew. I don't think I've yeah, had Iron Brew. Iron Brew. Iron had like brew. the oh Iron Brew. Oh, I haven't had that in so long that I can't even remember. It had like the gassy. Oh, mm. Yeah, it was good. Go on then. What have we got for taste, Benky? Ten. Oh, fuck off. That's just a ten. <laughs> it is a ten. It's so nice. This is a 10. I feel like your taste buds are fucked, mate. You got COVID. I love the fact your your opinions are so different with everything. <laughs> That's what makes the podcast so amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. great. That's why we're here. He's fuming. This is about as good as ice cream, man. Fuck off! Look at him chugging it. Look at him, yeah, he's finishing it off. Unbelievable. It, come, I, I will admit, right, this is a very, very drinkable IPA, but this is not a fucking 10, you cleft. <laughs> what is it then? This is... If you give it lower than an eight, I'm going to cry. It's a seven. A seven? (laughs) A seven? (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Sam, what have you got? Come on, he's drinking the same one. I can hear him listening to the podcast because he just criticised the way I said I am, Brew. Seven. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. You understand. Right, so it's uh, 8.5 overall. On that one, aftertaste, aftertaste, oh, 10. (laughs) Just watching his face is the funniest part. It's a seven from Muppet. What's yours, Bank? It's a 10. (laughs) He's going to come in there and smack me, mate. Clip it! <laughs> I'd lock you. Can you lock your door, Benky? Is I would if I were you. Go on, Jack. What are you gonna give it? Seven. Seven. Eight point five. My flat. 
I'll lock him out the fucking place. Right, Christmas. <laughs> Good luck getting me out. <laughs> mm, I think Christmas is where it fell short a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, so I'll give it an eight. Come. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this. Fuck off. A... If this is a 10, I'm throwing the can at you. <laughs> Just... I'd take that as a compliment. Um, on a hot day, cracking this open would be beautiful. I agree. But you fell you short of an it? eight. Yeah, I didn't really. It wasn't as crispy as I expected. It was more iron brew. <laughs> Um, ah, oh. I'm torn. I'm torn. And I've run out now, so I can't even. I'll go for a nine. A nine. Go on, Jack. Don't fucking right. You don't want this can thrown at you. Um, <laughs> it's a six. What? Fuck off! This what is, is wrong, mate. This you is need to go and get at all. You need to go oh. and get checked, mate, for COVID. I swear to God. This Fucking this hell. is not citrusy or crispy at all. Yeah, it is. It's got hints of grapefruit. <laughs> Thanks for coming for this week, guys. We're gonna have a domestic. We'll see you next week. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, drinkability is 10, because I could definitely drink five of those. I agree. 10, yeah. That's why they sell them in packs of eight. Go on, Jack. What did... Sam gave it a six on drinkability, right. I think. Six? No, right. seven, I think. Right. Oh, six. no. Six. So he could drink right. three. Right. Look, this... don't say that you couldn't finish a box of this. Now this... Is where I'm going to agree with you. Wee! This is a very, very drinkable beer and went down easy. I just didn't think it tasted that nice. Hmm, interesting. Because if it was drinkable, surely it would taste good too. Because you want to keep drinking it. No, because it's just, it doesn't feel heavy. It's, it's not. Easy, it's easy to drink. It's yeah. a sessionable IPA. Yes, it's a sessionable IPA. I like that. Yes. I'll bump mine up to an eight. Oh, it's going up to an eight. Is that nine from? Is that Blaze? Nine from Blaze? No, no, no. That's a. We need a recalculation. Blaze, get back on the calculator. We need. We need a recount. It's like a nine point six. It's been illegal votes. We need a recount. Nine point five. Nine point five. These are some big scores. Overall scores on the doors, please, executive producer Blaze. This is exciting. 8.5 overall. I'm quite disappointed with that. I, I think, am as well. I think that's more than 8.5. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Fuck off, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> One more bad word from you, I'm throwing the can at you. One more um, bad word from you and you're sleeping in your car. I don't know what up, bro. Tom Lewis and Benke are all small, lanky white boys, but Lemsey is one huge motherfucker. Even with a three versus one, Lemsey would win. <laughs> <laughs> Jumper is white. Oh god, that is just Vicious. landed on my PC. Please read Bad Honey's comment in my chat. That was a drinkable beer. Okay, <laughs> there's the remnants of it. You see, look how hard that hit me. I'm made of steel.
Oh, I got a fucking no, pen thrown at I me. I This is just ascended into chaos. Bad honey, I would totally fucking agree. Oh yeah, no, I would agree. Three, three, two, one. Lemzy, it's smack us all. Tom Lewis and Baker all small, lanky white boys, but Lemzy, they're not even lanky. The Vatch, motherfucker. Good evening. Yeah, I mean, the Vatch. The Vatch. What a name! The Vatch has entered. Oh my god. Seeming as, I'm, seeming as I'm pissing people off today, this is an advent calendar. Fuck yourself. <laughs> He's eating all the chocolates at once. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to eat one now. Okay, um, should we do the lyrics then? We're going to guess some lyrics and then we're going to go on to our more serious section. Uh, so let's do that. Bloody lovely. You that. want to see an advent calendar? Here right. we go. If you wanted me here, you'd have made that's it my, clear. That's my happiness would be your hell by Omar White. They're giving up on me in <laughs> my time of need. Thank you, Blaze, for the plug. Check out Omar One, My Happiness Will Be Your Hell on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. I have posted the link in the chat. <laughs> okay, next one, next one. The next single's going to be better because that one's shit. Right, moving on. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even get to look at it. Because I, I can see the sun. the screen. Because I can see the sun light up the sky, so I hit the road in overdrive. That isn't that, is it? Oh, Galantis? Not Galantis. Is it Galantis? Really? That weird, like, dance pop track with that weird fucking video. I can see the sun light up the sky, so I hit the road in overdrive. Blinding lights? Blinding lights, really? Oh, is it blinding lights? Is it? I think the I would have known that. I'm just going to say, I'm pretty sure Blaze picks it. Oh, oh, that's correct. oh there you go. Correct. Well played, Intergalactic. Interesting. I wouldn't have got that at all. No, I don't even know who that is. Sorry, Alec, dude. <laughs> anyway, Alec, how the fuck are Gecko. you? Gecko. Oh, that one, yeah. Hope you well, Alec, man. Hope the fans Sleeping are. off the side effects again. I, I double take. I double the intake. I like you that way. I don't think I know this. Off the side effects again. Don't intake. I like it that way. Uh, <laughs> I don't know it. I don't know it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very confused. Oh, uh, oh, we're, oh, we're, we're getting and, some more, and it's oh oh, and it's not and the it's best not look to be so thirsty. Like, well, the word thirsty means it's not any band that I listen to. Yeah, for sure. But it's all, it's for, all you. for you. McFly. I don't know. Sorry, it's all about you. I really struggle when they're written out like this. Can I be, Can enough? I be enough? No, it's not enough. I don't know what it is. Way, and it's not the best look to be so Let's just read it out one more time. Please let me be the promise that you keep. For the, uh, for, Sleeping for the, off the side effects. Yeah, read it out Sleeping for the guys in chat. Sleeping off the side effects again. I double the intake. I like you that way, and it's not the best look to be so thirsty-like, but it's all for you. Can I be enough? Please let me be the promise that you keep. I don't know. Pass. I've I've literally no idea. No, I've got none. None. Absolutely. Big yum. Oh, Sarrow. 
Who the fuck is Sarrow? Please, let me be the promise that I keep. Let me be the weakness in your knees. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he takes all the songs off the playlist, so at least one. No, okay. So it's usually one of our songs. Uh, yeah, that's how he enough. usually does it. You can throw your hands up. You can beat. Hello there. Thank you for the sub, the Vatch. Oh, thank you for the follow, the Vatch, not the sub. You did not give me money. You don't have to give me money, just saying. You thank you for the follow. Up. You can beat the clock. Oh, you can throw your hands up. You can beat the clock. Yeah, you can playing. move a mountain. Oh, the script. Um, The one, the one with that prick from Black Eyed Peas. What, Will Do I, I am? am? Yeah. <laughs> you could be the key card banging on your chest. You could be the world. Oh, you could yeah. be the war. Ah. Standing in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Intergalactic <laughs> got that as well. Well done. Who put... Who put... Who put that in the playlist? I don't think this is in the playlist. Maybe. That is I not in the playlist. Just, that's one of Blaze's pop bangers that he likes to That play. wouldn't be in the, the pre- playlist. A bit more predictable ones. Mm. Okay. Sleep in peace when the day is done. Sleep in peace when the day is done. I definitely don't know this. And, the old and this world old world is, is a new world. world. Hmm. No idea. Sleep in peace when the day is done and the old world is a new world. And the bold a world. And a bold this guy world. likes the world. Feeling good, Nina Simone. Huh. Feeling good. Oh my god, we're I've bad. Not... Okay. It's what? a new Who dawn, it's a new day, it's a new oh. life for Who on me. earth is Nina Simone? Nina Simone. Oh, oh, that was released in the 60s, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and Muse did a cover. And I'm feeling good. Okay, Muse did a cover, yeah. Okay. Very good song. Fair play, Alec. You uh, you smashed that. <laughs> so did Intergalactic, to be fair. On point tonight. Excuse me, what, yeah. Benki? You heard me. Doing better than us. <laughs> off, off in, in the, the night, night while, while you, you live, live it up. up. This sounds like a pop song. I'm off to sleep. Waging, Waging wars to shake the poet and the beat. beat. Definitely a pop song. I just can't think of what it could be. It sounds like it should be like a big dancey chorus. Shake the poet. Like Neo or something. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is Poppy. It's Kings of Leon. Is it? What what Kings of Leon song is it though? Someone in chat, this is Kings of Leon. Uh It's not, it's it's not. I'm off to sleep, waging wars to shake it's the poet. It's not sex on fire. Make you notice. Use somebody. Use somebody. Yeah. No. Daisy knows. It is. I hope it's going to make you notice. Oh, it is. Thank you. Oh. Oh. Thanks, Daisy, for that. Uh, I really don't like them. Yeah. No, neither do I, but it's fine. Terrible. <laughs> How's you getting called uncultured? Wow, we've done really badly That's tonight. Fine. We count our dollars on the train to the party. Isn't that Kesha? (laughs) Is that Kesha? The one where she's like doing toothbrush with Jack Daniels or brushing her teeth with Jack Daniels? (laughs) Doing toothbrush (laughs) with Jack Daniels is Lord, you cleft. 
Oh yeah, of course it is. It's Lord Royal, so yeah. Not Oops. Kesha. Oh. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, to do your toothbrush before you go to sleep tonight. <laughs> toothbrush with your. Daniels, do not? your toothbrush with Jack. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. He's my brother. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, I GG, no re. I too do toothbrush. <laughs> That's not my finest moment, is it? <laughs> oh, Definitely not. And that is it for that, that section. For today. That's Ooh, all, that's all folks. All right, so I believe that is time to grab another IPA. Oh, my turn. So, uh, Sam, you can move this time. You could be the king, come banging on your chest. Oh. You, you could be that. the world. You can be the world. Am I exclamation mark Tom, Lewis? Oh, my God, I have to watch that. I'm going to plug myself in your chat. I think you are. Wait. Everyone go follow Tom because we love him. There you go. There we go. Oh, I did it. it. I'm the, did you I'm just... the metric wolfie. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> yeah, Daisy's smashing the lyrics. It really is. She's very good at this. And and now Alex here, he's also... We're just terrible. We are awful. I think it's reading it is the worst. Mm. Oh my god, I teleported. What the fuck? What the fuck? Hello. Hello. Okay. Uh, should I read out the review while we're waiting for... Um, Go for it. Brewdog, Jackhammer. Okay. Come on. Okay. Here we go. Jackhammer is 7.2% IPA by Brewdog. Quite a strong one. Jackhammer lives up to its billing. Our scene scene... 7.2. Yeah. I'm going to be fucking falling off this chair. Yeah, so am I. I'm glad I got the day off tomorrow. Oh, God. Uh, Jackhammer lives up to its billing. Our scene-stealing IPA gives a ruthlessly bitter performance, aromas of a pithy grapefruit are quickly tailgated by a bitter hop hit, which keeps on building until the bitterest of bitter finishes hammers home. Don't say we didn't warn you. Jackhammer to the bitter end. Bad honey. Bad honey. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, I've missed you, Mr. Honey. To keep the bitches in line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, uh, I'm going to open it first this time. All right. Oh, yeah, that's a Ooh. brew dog, if you ask me. It smells like a brew dog. Who would have thought it's a brew dog? Whoa. What? Absolute mad. Smells like a brew dog. Oh, it does as well. Mm. Nutty. Mm. Smells like a punk. It does. It does smell like a punk. If this is a 7.2%! Christ <laughs> alive! Gladiel. My desk ATM. <laughs> Smells like a punk. Oh yeah, you've got the punk adv- uh, the Brewdog. Oh, I'm so I'm jealous. I'd love that. I'm so right. jealous. Okay. Sippies, fellas. So let's have a sip and then we'll introduce the next segment. Mm. Yes, please, Sam. Actually, no, no, Sam. I've, I, I don't yet. Oh, you've given a hint there, Lewis. Come on, you've got to be deadpan. Oh, mm. <laughs> <sighs> right. Okay. 
So we're going to move on to a bit of a more uh, a more kind of serious section now. Um, we think it's really important every week that we talk about mental health. And we always pick a topic that is kind of um, something that we can relate to, uh, something that we can talk about um, as much as we can. I'm going to switch over to the mental health screen now. Uh, let's just turn off the notes. There we go. Um, now, just to bear in mind, we are not trained professionals. So our advice is just based on our personal experience and our kind of views, really. Uh, it might not work for everyone. If you do feel like you need genuine help, um, then um, I would suggest contacting some hotlines. Um, Samaritans, you can talk to 24-7 uh, all year round. Um, and that's UK based. Um, so you can always Google their number. Switchboard, if you identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual or transgender, you can call Switchboard as well, 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. every day. Um, phone operators all ident identify as LGBT plus as well. Um, so you can be at home there if you need to talk to someone about that. Um, I really recommend looking on mind.org.uk. We did a charity live stream before them in the past and I support mm -hmm. their cause. Really helpful um, just for general articles as well. And if you do need advice and extra help, of course, you're more than welcome to join our Discord, exclamation mark Discord. Um, and we are happy to chat with you about all these things. But as I say, we're not professionals. We are merely uh, talking from experience and giving our kind of input. Um, so this week's topic is on depression and anxiety, uh, dealing with existential crises, feeling worthless, feeling small, the key to finding a purpose in life. Uh, talking about work, relationships and hobbies. Who wants to start us off with this? Uh, yeah, I will. I normally do. So I'll give it a it. good stab in the dark. Why not? Um, I think uh, oh, dealing with an existential crisis. Um, I mean, feeling worthless is something is something that I could probably talk about a lot, um, a lot more um, just because I've had personal experience with it. Um, recently as well as John you know Lewis always leaves every time I start I'm yeah. sure he's just bored of me talking um, so. <laughs> either way um yeah feeling worthless is definitely something that something that I've felt um recently as well as um as well as in the past uh, I used to at school feel it all the time um I don't, I don't know Dealing with it is really hard, and it, I probably go straight back to the point of having friends that are there to pick you up when you're down. Um, fuck the friends that leave when you're sinking, am I right? Um, mm -hmm. A young blood for you, why not? <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's so hard to get yourself out of a rut like that. Um, I think last, uh, not last week, but the week before was was kind of similar. Or I'm sure everything that I say is is quite similar um, on sort of the the topic of depression, um, and yeah, f feeling worthless is so hard to get um, to get yourself out of. Um, feeling small again. I mean, I'm I'm a huge guy, right? But I can I can still feel pretty small um, next to people that I sort of idolise and. And I don't really know how to explain it, but like people that I envy because they are happy, they've seemingly um, got their life sorted and stuff. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 really hard. The key to find... Jack, we can't hear Cal. Hello? Hello? Back. Can hear you now. Hello? Okay, cool. I don't know why it keeps doing this. Max is set up, not as good as mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, feeling worthless, feeling small is um is a really hard is a really hard thing when especially when you're going through a tough time in your life. And I'm sort of happy to speak about it on the podcast now, but I went through a pretty rough breakup recently. Um, which is why I'm which is why I'm here, which is why I'm in in um Harry's flatmate's room um is because on my rest days i'm like at the place that we got together and it's horrible to be there um especially as i'm on my own most of the time there um it's just sort of like everything everything there is attached to or most things there are attached to a memory um and that's uh thanks alec man i'll um i'm sure i'll speak to you soon about it anyway um but yeah, it's it's really hard, and obviously that ties into the sort of relationship bits on here. Um, I think quite often having a relationship can um, can really help with situations like that because, I mean, obviously further on with like marriage and stuff, then you've got you've got something to live for. But when mm. when you're on when you're on your own, um, like I sort of was before before Harry sort of said, look, just. I know, I know. Obviously, I had the option there, but I'm very much a person that I won't do anything until someone says I can. Um, so when Harry said, "Oh, just come over whenever," I was like, "Thank fuck! I'm gonna literally be there probably on most of most, if not all, of my rest days, uh, like when I'm off work, because it's just as much as speaking over Discord, speaking over Teamspeak, whatever you guys use, is nice. It's not the same as being in their presence, you know. Um, and you're not. Um, I mean, realistically, I probably could be on my computer all day, every day. Um, but I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to be, um, which is why seeing them in person is so much different to just speaking to them over the phone. Big up Bank indeed, the absolute fucking legend that is. Mm-hmm. Um, legend. And yeah, I think um, I think with work as well, ah, oh, you Piss off! Oh, boys, he is indeed. Um, <laughs> um, oh god, I got all emotional now. Fucking hell! Let me have some oh, beer. <laughs> That's it. Drink some brew dog. That's it. Yeah, <clears throat> More alcohol into your system. That's bloody good. <laughs> yeah, that'll help. Yeah, that'll um, really help. I think just quickly before I, uh, I'm gonna cry. In a... Um. I think with work as well, um, I'm sort of in a situation as well. I mean, please don't, please, everyone in chat, don't worry about me. I've got my support people there. I've got Blaze, I've got my brother, I've got all these guys in here. Lewis and Tom, obviously, as well. Um, the pipes are unfreezing. Oh, please. Um, but my work as well at the moment is is really shit and I hate it. absolutely hate it. Um, it's just somewhere where I don't want to be um i just literally if i could get out tomorrow i would but i've got obviously bills to play at the at the place i'm still at now um and yeah i think dealing with these things is is hard when you're on your own but when you've got people that you know you can reach out to um if you ever need a bank a break from bank um honestly mate i never need a break from the absolute legend but um i'm sure i'll come see you uh, I'm sure I'll come see you soon for sure. 
Um, but yeah, dealing with it, it's, it's the people, right? It's, it's the people that are in your life that can help you. Um, obviously, I spoke to Sam for the first time today in, in eight or Muppet in, in the chat for the first time in ages, um, which was really nice as well. And it's just, yeah, I mean, it's the people in your life, right? They're just the people that are in your life that are there for you, that would do anything for you, that message you when they haven't heard from you. And yeah, just obviously thank you to everyone that does that for me. I know I'm... I know it's a bit shit, but yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll hand over to someone else. I don't want to be all doom and gloom about it. <laughs> no, I think that was really heartfelt. Right. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um, has anybody got anything to say? If so, I mean, I can input, but... Go for it, dude. Have something. No, go for um, it. I... Well, obviously, I feel fortunate enough um, that I've never felt... And I'm only saying this, obviously, because the people that have felt seriously, seriously, seriously low, obviously, that you have people that do resonate with them. But like, I, I feel like, you know, I, I haven't ever been diagnosed or whatever. I've never had anything chronic. Um, but, you know, there's always times in, in your life when you have those moments when you feel really, really, really low. And those one of those times came really, really recently. Um and I mentioned this earlier as sort of as a joke, but it has hit me quite hard. Since the second lockdown finished, I've been working on a lot of new music with my band. And it made me realize how little I appreciate the stuff we've done. And the alpha single that we have released on Spotify, I have begun to really, really, really not like. And it's, it's put me in a bit of a predicament because what I we've got in the pipeline at the moment, we've got three tracks that are just amazing. And I almost feel embarrassed by the difference because this song on Spotify is does mean a hell of a lot to me, but we didn't, we, we rushed it out because we'd been promising music. And at the end of the day, it wasn't it, it we shouldn't have rushed it because amazingly we never performed that song we'd messed around with it um but never ever fully performed it and <clears throat> it's weird because i suppose it is like i'm learning and, and everything and you know it's it's all a learning curve because this track I, you know i still feel has so much potential but it's just that like acute feeling of like fuck that's just that like in my eyes and in my ears, I don't like listening to it. And I feel like you need to love your music, man, because it's your... And for me, you all you boys 100% know this because I don't shut up about it, but it is my absolute life. It is absolutely everything to me, my band. And yeah, I guess I feel a little bit sort of down about it because as much as I like, I love the direction that the song has, the way it's been done, I don't. Um. Mm. And I just sort of want to change that for the better because for sure, for sure, I know that the second time we do that song and we do it the way we've been playing it in the studio, it's going to be such a difference. Um, and I feel like we've sort of released a demo. Now, if obviously you guys may know, but if you don't know what a demo is, it's basically like the thing that you would do 
as a band before you give it to a producer so it's all the stuff that you've done basically the the bare bones of a song and i feel like that is what we've released whereas i feel like there is so much more that could be done mm. for uh, done for it and i vocally i haven't done it justice and kieran was saying yesterday like guitar he hasn't done justice and we needed to really get our head down with it and not rush it um chronically i mean for me like i've never really had like i've never really felt like i'm in like a proper crisis um but i think i do have like really like acute phases which which can feel um sort of in my eyes like the world's ending because i'm emotional i overreact to things um are you gonna release it on the album ep with the new stuff yes we are thank you for answering lewis uh we are going to re-release it we're going to remaster it uh reproduce it um i want to take it in a similar direction but with a with a lot more sort of grit to it um Inf. yeah a bit more oomph um just a lot more to sort of give because that song i do really really love but i can't sit here and hate my own music and you that just, is exactly uh, how I'm feeling. Just as a quick one, you thought you liked it before. Oh, you can't do this twice. <laughs> you're, just gonna, you're edging us. Jeez. I mean, Blaze is on something only... here. I'd also love an acoustic version, just saying. I oh, would love yeah. to do an acoustic version. Yeah. Kieran is very... Against... Metal! We must scream! And yeah, there, fine, like, but please... Please do an yeah, acoustic no, version. No, he, Kieran has recently got into this amazing <laughs> band called Sleep Token, and their discography oh, is, oh. is amazing, and they have an absolute array of amazing, amazing, amazing songs. So yes. hopefully the, the feelings of resonating with him with Sleep Token can resonate with Omen 1, and we can make something like that. Um, mm. The thing with my happiness is... The, this, the song that is on Spotify at the moment, the screaming in it is so much weaker than what I can do now. And this is the thing, like we released basically a demo version because uh, over like five months, I went from being able to fry scream to sounding plain demonic. And like I want to be able to portray <laughs> the fact that I can really... I have an I I have I have like some range with my screams. Right? Isn't that song? This demon. I don't I don't think that's necessarily. Oh, God, um, you don't even know, Tom. I don't oh, think that's necessarily. Stop it! Oh fuck you! Oh, it's filth. I don't think that's necessarily a reason to discount your previous song or the original version of your song because it is amazing. Mm. I mean, uh, it's probably like I'm gonna give poor examples, so just bear in mind. But um, okay, we take. Let's take uh, Coldplay, Chris Martin. Most people hate him, okay? But yep. he was told that his lyrics were shit and his music was okay and he improved on it. And I feel like he came a lot better. And now he's one of the biggest, they're one of the biggest pop groups in the world, you know? That's an example yeah, of somebody sure. who's improved. And then you look at Hayley Williams from Paramore. She had serious problems with singing and her vocal cords were getting a lot of stress. Um, when she released her first album so she got vocal coaching and then came back and released the other Paramore albums you know because she thought there was an improvement there so the fact that you're realizing that you're improving with the way you sound is just the, the direction song. you need to go like, to as an artist yeah 
I mean, I've had comments like, you're being too hard on yourself. It is your first song. And I understand that your first song in hindsight, because nine times out of 10, it's going to be your least, what's the word, like knowledgeable. You're going to be your least knowledgeable on your first song. But I am a complete perfectionist. I was going to say, you're, I would, I just, I feel like you would do this with every song you, you're going to yeah. put out, like, because you are a very critical person. I am so a even this new stuff, even this so... new stuff you'll put out, you'll probably, I imagine, just knowing you for the few months I've known you, you'll probably feel this way a couple of months after you put out this new stuff. I'm gonna be honest, mate. I'm gonna be honest. The three songs that we've got in the work are, we're gonna be a big band. I wholeheartedly believe that we're gonna be a big band. These three songs that I currently have in the work are gonna show that we have a unique direction. You have music. the X factor. We have the X factor. We have the <laughs> fucking get the golden buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just these three songs. Now we've found a direction since my happiness that has sort of evolved as a as 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 a band. And like these like next sort of three songs and maybe the EP is gonna be like holy fuck, what happened? And <laughs> you better not forget like, about us, mate. You will Never. be the first You'll people I go to when it comes to like you want to just come to backstage shows and shit. Yeah, but... I'm bringing a big sign. First <laughs> bringing a big sign. I hugged the lead singer once. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really hugged the lead singer. Whoa, whoa, pandemic. whoa! I have slept I've with the lead singer. Disco. Just saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> I slept with the lead singer. <laughs> Oh, you actually did, or not? Yeah. Um, not that, but in the same bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So look, I am. I, I and I'm horrendous for it. Like I am my worst critic, and you always will be as an artist. But the direction that these three tracks that are coming up, I am totally, totally, totally in love with. Whereas this song, I knew there was going to be criticisms, and I don't know why I didn't like just go like that i don't want to i don't want to release something that is i was so desperate to show people that we had some kind of musical talent that i completely forgot about my own morals and it's come back to bite me in the ass um but i feel like it's also a positive obviously because we can show the direction that we are gonna turn into so um thank you for listening and, and again like guys in chat thank you so much for your for your support and all your comments that like you don't need to even say anything. And the fact that you're supporting me when you've never even met me or whatever is, is just amazing. So you guys are the fucking best. Thank you. Um, cool. I want no to touch problem. on this a bit because I, I'd like to, I mean, Tom, do you want to go first? Uh, no, you can go. Okay, cool. Um, so I mean, um, this whole thing about feeling kind of worthless i i get it a lot i won't lie i have been diagnosed with depression mm. and anxiety um so i guess in that respect i'm a bit more aware of the treatments um behind it i've done a lot of kind of uh therapy or medication and stuff but for me i spend a lot of my time feeling that way and it's a lot of the time i feel like 
it's really kind of weird. It's it's mostly in your head. Like I feel, I, it, it takes me a lot to get really like I, I said it last week. I always need lots of positive praise to feel like I've done something well. Um, and for me, if there's one negative comment or I've done something wrong, then it's instantly that I feel like okay, well, there's really no point in me doing this. To be honest, um, so I guess that's my stance on the kind of feeling worthless thing um but you know we found uh, and i say this a lot too we found a group i found a group of friends who i can rely on and i think it's really important that if you ever feel down to speak to people because as most things with depression or anxiety they're in your head it is a mental illness um and I think especially with anxiety with me, which I struggle with the most, if you are finding it difficult to maybe comprehend something in your mind, it's always important to speak to people that might give you a different viewpoint. Um, so, yeah, I always try and speak to someone as much as I hate it. And I've, I've been really crap lately, actually, at speaking to people because I've been so... I've started a new thing, a new job, and it's difficult and it's different and I've been really really crap with talking to my friends and I feel like you know you just need to stick with finding people that you can talk to and I mean you guys on a Monday I was thinking this earlier like the Monday podcast when we talk about the mental health section I can honestly say that that makes me feel better for the rest of the week because I've talked to people about how I feel and I feel like that's really important and I don't know go on just quickly, like I completely resonate with that because I've been bottling up that feeling of of the song for a long time, and I thought mm. I'm just gonna fucking talk about it because well, and I do feel better it, about it. Yeah, yeah. But like to the people that may consider themselves like like the fan. fans of the band yeah. or whatever that are, that may be in chat and that hear that like we don't think we're perfect or whatever, you know. Um, and I had been bottling up for a long time. Sorry, Lewis. No, no, that's fine. I, I appreciate your adding your mm. comments and stuff and. You know, it's it's a tricky time because we're all in lockdown, but I think even out of lockdown and actually more out of lockdown for me because I'm really, uh, I come across to my friends as a very open and smiley person and I'm really not. I'm very socially anxious. Um, so I feel like in lockdown, it's potentially been a bit easier. And to mark that change, I, I've seen a change in myself where I used to struggle a lot with being in my own company. And I think I've come to enjoy that a lot more and appreciate that actually you've really got to tackle the problem within yourself before you go and tackle the wider world. And, oh, you know, definitely. whether that's, uh, you know, I put on a audiobook for an hour every night now just to calm myself down or mm. I watch a TV series that I like or... Um, just something that doesn't involve being on social media for me really helps. I find that social media really ups my anxiety. If I see posts from people that I haven't talked to in years coming up, um, particularly for me, like particularly for me, like ex-girlfriends and stuff, if I see like their posts, then I get quite anxious. That's how I feel about those kind of things. So I feel like it's important to stay off those. And like, I really like reading and i really like poetry as well so these are two things that i can kind of engage with if i feel that way and like even watching telly laying in bed for a bit just not being on my phone lots of things i can engage with and 
yeah, I mean, I did get to the point a few months ago where I needed medication, um, which isn't a bad thing to need, I don't think. Um, and I was really anti against it because I thought, you know what, if I go and do this at the GP, then that is it. I'm marked as somebody with depression or anxiety, but it's not like that at all. Um, nobody asks you. There's no pressure. I've been able to get a professional job without any of those questions being asked. You really don't need to worry. It's more about you. And I think the worry comes from going the anticipation of what's actually going to happen. So, yeah, it's an interesting you've got to one. Just remember, like, it's not a weakness at all. Mm. It's not at all. It's I not think a weakness. there's and no weakness. May sometimes mm. feel like it is a weakness feeling or i mean mm. having depression or having uh, mm. diagnosed anxiety like feel like it's a weakness when really it isn't at all there's know? and like mm. it's hard for people to sort of think that way and obviously i can't say that myself because i haven't ever been diagnosed but like i think you if, can if there i was think one you're... thing i would say i would say it's it's not a weakness mm. it's not a weakness mm. at all i've come to understand it's not a weakness really have and I feel like in some to be ashamed of, you know, like yeah, and like I, I mean, that's the stigma behind it. And look, we're four men sitting on a podcast right now, okay, and we're talking about our feelings. And I feel like that's a massive stigma for men to talk years about. Twenty up as well. Like we're not, we're not like kids yeah. making no, a joke either. You it's know? a massive thing for men to talk about their feelings. So like, it's just wrong. And everyone should be able to talk about how they feel. And everyone should be respected for it and and that's the kind of thing we should strive for and to be honest guys everyone in chat and everyone here who i'm talking to you right now you are the best fucking community we could ask Ooh. for because you're so oh, understanding it's ridiculous and how the fuck it's brilliant. do we end up getting viewers yeah. that are so willing to listen it's just yeah. it's unheard of and like you guys give yourselves a pat on the back crack open a beer if you're of age you know Please, or, or, just do something. Yeah. Just want to point out from Muppet08, um, something I've been struggling with is accepting that I need help and not viewing it as admitting defeat. And that's mm. such a huge step. That's such a huge step because admitting defeat is so, so easy to do. Um, just being like, fuck it. I might yeah. as well be like this. And getting help, again, like it's just not something to be ashamed of. You know, we're there's there's obviously a stigma surrounding surrounding the whole thing but like getting help is not a weakness it should be something that you should be proud of 100% proud of because knowing that you need help is such a big step because as soon as you get that help from that person who's who's you know uh, helping you you know where to start you know where to start with with helping yourself and improving your your mental health um mm. and it's it's so important because obviously there's people who don't want don't you know they maybe don't feel like they need to improve it um or they just accepted it or they've as as sam said they've just admitted defeat and getting help my mum right she wants she got uh therapy when my mum and dad got divorced um to sort of help her release her emotions about how she's feeling and obviously therapy is is completely cryptic isn't it so you mm. whatever the therapist says you know you can trust them they're not going to say it outside of their work it's part of their obviously their um their job is that it has to be completely in there 
and she's that possibly the happiest happy-go-lucky completely positive about ev- anything and everything and she's still going now because she still has stuff to talk about even though she is you know mm. feeling so much better about life and stuff in general since the divorce mm. and it just shows that how much getting help even if you think you don't need it does help for sure i think even if you don't want professional help you can talk to a friend Mm. and i had a lot of days where i didn't think i had i had a lot of days where i didn't think i had friends i taught myself that was a thing that that just needed to be in my head Mm. but i have so many friends that i can talk to Mm. or actually that's wrong i don't have so many friends it's hyperbole I, i don't that I can talk to. I've got good friends that I can talk to, and I think you need that. You need really good friends you can talk to. Um, oh, definitely. So, I mean, you guys are that, and you know, mm, for sure, Blaze. Sure. I mean, you're amazing. So, Tom, uh, have you got anything to add, man? Um, just, just very quickly, if you don't mind, Tom. I just wanted to say sorry. something super, super quickly. Um, I will. We will move on to him. Um, so. I just wanted to say for anyone out there who is struggling and still has that feeling of of uh, being ashamed, that is totally normal. I know a lot of these guys have have sort of admitted that they're not ashamed, but I mean, I've been diagnosed um, or I got diagnosed about four or five years ago and I'm still ashamed of it. So, so please, please, please don't... Um, don't feel like you're you're not doing it well if you if you still if you still feel ashamed because I'm the same and I have been for four four or five years which is why I don't talk about my feelings often which is why once a week is I mean it's it's probably more than enough for me because I I still struggle mm. with it but yeah go on Tom hit us yeah no um just gonna say it's so easy to feel worthless. Especially, I would say, especially nowadays, it's so even like the the stupidest, the the littlest things can make it. Um, so I mean, like being even bloody streaming on Twitch can make me feel totally worthless, and it because you see lots of these streamers that are around your size, but they get bigger viewings than you, and they get more follows and things and it's so easy just to feel like oh you're doing shit um and like yeah it's just so i just feel like it's especially the i don't know about existential crisis because i don't think i've gone through one but i don't wouldn't know and i've not been diagnosed with anything i've not been doctored to anything ever and i i probably wouldn't I know that's bad, but that's me personally. I probably wouldn't. Um, but definitely speaking to friends, I've started doing it more. I never used mm. to. I never used to talk about how I was feeling at all to anyone. Mm. Um, I mean, that's just how I grew up. I'm, I'm not really from a family that expresses very well. We don't talk to each other about problems very often and so i would have my i i used to probably i would jokingly say i used to have like a meltdown like two or three times a year because i'm very good at bottling things up and it would just something would happen and i'd just 
explode. Um, I think I remember my biggest one was I failed my first year of sixth form. Like I got like DEU, so I had to retake it. And I remember just being in the garden having dinner with my parents. I just broke down mm. um, because of the th- because of like the thought, the fact that all my mates had finished year twelve, they were going to go year thirteen, then they were going to go and end up going to uni. But I was going to have to do that extra year. Mm. Um, and I'm and I've got to say that's probably been the shittish. That was probably the shittish year of my life because obviously all your mates got off to uni and just stuck mm. at home by yourself um and i hate the year below nobody likes the year below um (laughs) so yeah but it's it's definitely i think very easy nowadays to feel small and worthless um i think another big thing i think for especially people at our age that feel that is because more often than not they stay at home for longer and i speaking about myself it has it has had a huge impact on me having gone to university and have that freedom to be who i want express myself how i want yeah and then have to come back home yeah where where again this is like i feel like i'm ashamed of who i am in front of my parents Mm. that kind of thing like and now i i've know that i won't be moving out for another year because i'm saving up to go on this huge trip abroad so i need I to spend say another though, year Tom, at home we had met up what three times and like yeah. the amount that i think us as a group coalesced and that we sort of spoke about how we were feeling after mm. two three visits yeah i think shows how much strength you truly have mm. yeah you are stuff that you so headstrong about. But oh, it's for sure. yeah. But there's this this thing of like I find it so much easier to. And I've I mean I've talked to things I talked to you about to some of the people at work, but I could never yeah. talk to that with my parents ever. Mm. Like I I just they is are. Is that they something are. you made yourself believe, or is that something that you think is actually true? It's no, it's just it's definitely not true. My parents would not be disappointed in any of my life, um, in any of the, how I express myself at all. But because of the way we grew up as a family, we don't talk to each other and we don't express ourselves. They are. I have such anxiety with telling them mm. anything because they are the the two people that. In the world, I don't want to disappoint at all. Tom, you couldn't disappoint your parents. Tom, and, to and be even, honest, you couldn't disappoint even I know anyone, that. mate. I mean, I, I've I met your parents, and you could not disappoint them. And even I know that. But it, I mean, it's, Tom, it's, they met. They met me dressed in. Happened. They met me with jet black hair with eyeliner on. Oh, yeah. They're not going to judge <laughs> you. No, but it's this like it's almost like a defense mechanism. Yeah. Um. That I I know that even if I did, which is which is why I think it's it is important for people to to even if they and I know it, it puts you in a lot of debt, but I'm a, I'm a big advocate of people going to university, not even necessarily for the course or for the learning, but to get away from yes. home. Yes. Mm. Because that was the biggest thing for me is for the first time in my life, I think I went to university and I was like, oh. I don't have to care what anybody else thinks because nobody knows me here. Mm. I can be who I want because there wouldn't be anybody judging me because I don't know anybody. 
Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I just want to say, Tom, and I'm I'm not even exaggerating because you're my. Actually, don't think you could disappoint anyone. <laughs> you are a fucking legend, dude. Like genuinely, you're probably one of the most headstrong. Fucking, I know, I know. Obviously, you, you think different, but um, mm. I mean, definitely in mine and Harry's eyes. When we came home after speaking to you, probably the first or maybe the second time, like we were saying just how fucking amazing you are for, for I mean, even opening up to us on like the first or second time we'd ever met. Mm. Um, and that and, went for everybody as well, though. Of course, yeah. that went for everybody. Like, uh, yeah, we've only I, know, met I can I can happily three times. I can mm. happily say that for the last I don't know how long we've known each other now, Tom. Mm. For the last whatever <laughs> years, long. you are the constant and you are brilliant and, yeah. you know, don't yeah, change. Absolutely. We commemorate this man. We legend. commemorate this man. So, so glad I don't have my camera Right. Around. An absolute legend. <laughs> right. Moving on from the mental health section, just want to say, obviously, if you guys still have something you wish to speak about or something that's been weighing on your mind, we'll always be around in the Discord. If you put exclamation Discord in the Twitch chat, um, you can have a chat to us there and uh, feel free to message any of us uh, privately as well. If you feel it's something serious, please, please, please get professional help. Um, we can't stress that enough. It's so, so, so important. Um, but we're going to move on to something a bit more cheerful now. Um, quickly before we do that, just want to say thank you so, so much, everybody, for your inputs this evening. You've helped all this four has been of brilliant. us countlessly. Mm -hmm. It's been amazing. You guys in the chat awesome. have been absolutely incredible me waffling about my music is and you guys sat there throughout the whole thing and helped me in comparison to tom speaking about how he's feeling and lewis and jack and stuff that is so much more important than just a three minute song from me um and i thank you guys so so much for that before we ipa review we've been asked to, to cheeky two winks. cheeky winks two not one two, two. Two cheeky ones. I'll do both eyes because I'm that talented. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for this? I'll go, go on. third. You go first. Go on. go on. One side, you ready? Oh. The other side, you ready? I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I'm limbering up. Limbering up. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Limbering up. Oh, what was that? Oh. I'm going to go for the dive one. Oh. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how he got G. <laughs> yeah, that's how he got a solid 10 out of 10, just saying. Anyway. The, the, the way I got G was we were out at a pub and um, I offered her a drink, some gin, and then we started talking, found out she did poetry. So she showed me some poetry, then I showed her some lyrics, and... A year and a half later, here we are. So there was no cheeky wink in there. <sighs> there was no. Oh, uh, well, there might have been, but I can't remember. As <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting Jack to oh, just blink when he said both eyes. Thank summing, you for the follow. Circumcise Fuerskin. Hang on a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you for the follow. Thank you for the follow. Nah, she fancied you for ages just because of the hair. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's normal. <laughs> no, I mean, hair's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I've got that Disney princess hair flick. You see? <laughs> uh, should we do our right, IPA reviews? Yes. Lewis, start. 
Okay. What do you think about the Brewdog Jackhammer Ruthless India Pale Ale? I'm just going to say I'm fucked. <laughs> That's standard though with you. That was fucking spectacular. I wrote, no, I wrote down my it notes. Was. I wrote down my notes. I wrote, I would happily be hammered by this. So clearly, the Jackhammer IPA can fucking do me. <laughs> it's a 10 on taste for me. It was very nice. Um, Jack, what are we going on taste? 10. 10. Yeah. 10 from Benki and Sam. It's a 10. Now, Sam, straight, seven. Seven. straight sevens. There was something that I found about this. I don't think it tasted better than the Wild River, but the taste of it in comparison, uh, correlating with the percentage, deserved a 10. Uh, okay, so I've got slightly different things to say. I think it was better than the Wild River, and I also think it was better than a punk. Ooh. My God, he's dropped the bomb. It was better than the punk. It was spectacular. No. no. Oh, it's not better than a punk. So, know in chat, this is a big bomb drop right here. It was this better than the punk. A bombshell. Punk is the is like. Uh, so we need uh, we need a five second silence for that. No, I can't even wait five seconds. That's fucking <laughs> outrageous. No, it's not. <laughs> Look, to be honest, right. It's better than the punk, and it was better than Wild River, and it's better than Wild River because of the crispness. It was extremely crisp. I can't even talk. It's a What's ten. It's a ten on aftertaste. Nine point two five was the overall score. How was O? Oh, because Sam, yeah. Because Sam. Aftertaste. The aftertaste was a nine. Bank. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a ten again. I think the aftertaste is, is as nice as as the taste itself. Do you know we're gonna have to buy this again? Yup. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm so happy be, about that. This is gonna be our Christmas special because it'll it'll be probably be high enough to be on the Christmas. Yeah, it will special. be. Well, it will be. Okay, that's a nine overall, and then Christmas. It's got to be a ten. I mean, this is getting ten all rounds from me, so I'm just gonna add them in. This is Ooh. it's I'd the agree. top three that I'd I've agree. ever had in my life. Tens all round oh, from yeah, Banky. Oh, so interesting. Just quickly, um, my the pub that I work at now um, uh, might not for too long because they keep cutting my house. But the pub that I currently work at, um, they now sell salt on tap. Oh wow! Oh, oh it's really yeah. expanding. Oh, it's very very good. I'd <laughs> yeah, love yeah, to try yeah. salt Which I on tap. Was really cool. We have we have four uh, Oxford Brewery. I live quite near Oxford for people. Um, that give a fuck but there's a brew a local brewery there and they um and we use them for our just to support local businesses but our one that we use that's a bit more larger scale is salt which is really cool mm. it's obviously one that we've reviewed on here oh lewis showing some flesh yeah i'm liking that <laughs> that hell kind of thick though <laughs> <laughs> um, for sure, I'll agree with the Christmas, and I will agree with that. I, I could definitely drink a, four, a, a five pack of these. Right, uh, I might not be able to make it through them because I'd be done by the fourth, but I could drink a fifth. Jack, uh, it's it's a nine on Christmas. Nine on Christmas, and, and it's a, a ten on drinkability. Ten on drinkability, amazing. Could this be the one yet? Or has Sam pulled the average down just no, too much? I think it is. I think it's higher. 
I think this is the highest one. That's a nine, and then we've got a a nine again. No, it's it's more yeah. than a nine. It's a nine point something. So it's a nine point nine point one one seven nine point two five. Oh, that is cool! Wow. So what's the overall score? A 9.125. For people that don't know, just I'm going to give that a 9.13. Jackhammer, Ruthless India Pale Ale. And it is fucking ruthless. So I'm just going to scroll through. You will find this in, if you're obviously listening on services where you cannot see our beautiful mugs, uh, it's in a green and silver... Um, like helter skelter, yeah. So, like a helter skelter. Salt design. crash, it looks like a Celtic kit. Salt <laughs> crash, which crash, which was the American pale ale, got a nine point two five. Okay, so it's just. Uh, what else? We got a nine point one on the five point duper. So it's it's salt crash, then it's this five point duper, <laughs> and then that's it. I mean, it's in our top three. Mm. That's big. That is big. That is, that is amazing. That was a banging beer. That was beautiful. Just below the salt. Incredible. Chonk. Wowzers. Wow. Where are well, both the salts? That's, that's a really good question. That's insane. Cannot find salt. That's insane. Uh, wait, no. I think the yellow salt's top, isn't it, Blaze? Am I not mistaken? No, because I gave that four tens, but no one else did, I don't think. Either way, if Ali tries to find that, we are going to... Please, could you make a top five real quick? Oh, here we go. The Salt Jute got 8.77. Yeah. Hmm. Our people do New Music Monday. Oh, Mm. New Music Monday. There you go. There you go. Just a shortened version this week. Yeah, I'll do that. So so you guys do New Music Monday. I'll make a top five. Okay, no problem. So, um, as, as most people know, or most people that have been here before know, at the end of the stream, we all give three songs, sometimes they're new, sometimes they're old, that we've been listening to recently, um, that we've been really enjoying, and we'd love for you guys to listen if you um, um, if you would like to. to. Why yeah, not? We go. We've got, we've got a playlist, um, which I obviously can't, um, I obviously can't link today because I'm not on my setup. Um, however, yeah, if someone else can link the playlist, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll do it. Thank you, thank you. Carry on. Six feet deep. Sweet. Right. So I will start off. Um, I think I think well, at least three of us had probably two of the same songs. Um, but I have given mine up very kindly, um, to someone else. <laughs> So my first song is by a band called Spirit Box. It's called Constance, and it is fucking incredible. Spirit Box are like one of my favorite bands at the moment. Um, this song is the song is very emotional. Um, it's very good. She, I mean, her voice is amazing. Whether it's scream cleans or in betweens, no problem. By the way, for that poetry, um, she, yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Um, her voice. This is a this is a more mellow one from one from what we're normally used to, but yeah, absolutely incredible. Would highly recommend it. I just want to say something quickly. These this band is is some is a band that seems to have aced chord progressions for her voice. Mm. Mm. The songs that they do, even in Holy Roller, like the chorus to Holy Roller, 
the chord progressions get so demonic and they match her tone so well and i feel like that's something that even though they're quite a newer band have absolutely aced so if you are quite musically uh in depth for sure in depth listen yeah. to their stuff because mm. even if they're slightly smaller and slightly newer they still have some of the most incredible um like uh, written music for sure definitely yeah um my Bet second so. song is by a band called point north who i'd heard of before but never really stuff um or never really properly listened to their stuff um and they have got a song called into the dark now it's featuring kellen quinn from sleeping with sirens sleeping with sirens thank you uh, i had a bit of a mind blank and i'm not a massive fan of him or that band but this song is actually pretty good. I, I, um, I thought I'd go for something a bit more newer. Um, so I had a little look around, had a little browse on Spotify, um, and yeah, liked it a lot. I, I really like the song. Um, again, not a massive fan of Kellen Quinn's feature, but um, his song works with the lead singer Point North song very well. Um, and yeah, the the song is good. And they also did an acoustic version, which I listened to. But gets uh, reviews very, very well. Uh, gets reviewed very, very well. Sorry. Mm. And my last song, um, because it's all I can fucking listen to at the moment, is by a band called Sleep Token, and it is a song called. I'm just gonna pick one because literally any song could be on there because the whole album is a fucking god tier album. Um, I'm gonna go for one that I'm sure I haven't done before. A song called Higher and just just listen to them they are they are Pretty an much. unbelievable band i i li- i can't say anything other than they are a, a world class band and do not get enough yeah they just don't get enough recognition for what they're unbelievable 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 <laughs> sorry for running over blaze sorry executive <laughs> producer um are you done yeah, I'm done. Should yeah. I do my three? Go yeah, for go it. for it. Okay, Blaze, you're going to love this. Uh, Aurora, who also did the song for the John Lewis advert last year. Um, they've got a song called Daydreamer. Really good. Very good female artist. I believe she's Swedish. Think or so. Norwegian. Maybe. Brilliant song. I really loved it. Blaze showed it to me the other day. Thank you very much. Um... Sun Lux, another one from Blaze. Thank you very much. Uh, they have a song called Easy, which is the top of their Spotify at the moment. But I watched a video the other day with Blaze where they do a cover with Woodkid. Oh, my God. So good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice play. So good. And the they're like a... It's a weird way to... Dis- I don't really know how to explain their band. But there's basically a guitarist, a drummer, and... Oh, don't kill me. Uh, a singer, I think. Um, I might get that wrong. But yeah, oh my God. With Woodkid in the front, with an orchestra in the background, that was an amazing song. And I would definitely be showing you guys that. Uh, third song for me this week, um, Band Called Blossoms, which I really like. They're quite oh, an indie them. band. Um, they've got a song out called Pure Pop, which is nothing like pop music at all. The irony. Uh, it's really good song. Good. It, it sounds like it's been recorded in a studio, which I really, really like uh, when I listen to songs. So, um, 
Yeah, that was a that was a banger too. So three of my top songs this week, short and sweet, all good. Lovely. So I go next. Go. go for it. Uh, first song is by a band called Hollow Front. Oh, cool. Um, they added a new new song out called Wearing Thin. Um, well, I liked it. I guess. There you go. Um, the second one is by a band like called. Yeah, like that. Uh, it's called The Who. They're like a rock band who are from Mongolia. So they in- incorporate traditional music and throat the throat singing and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and they did a cover of Metallica's Sad But True. H-U is spelt. Okay. The H-U. Oh, okay. um, and it's, it's, it's really good. I love them. It's so good. Um. And then my third one is an artist called Kenny Hoopla. Okay. Um, who I feel like would go in along similar veins of like Youngblood. So okay. he's like one of these new age rockers, if that makes sense. Like a, mm. somebody might call like a Gen Z rocker. Yeah. Um, but he's got a song. I don't think it's a new song. But it's called, oh God, How Will I Rest in Peace If I'm Buried by the Highway? Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, very long. Um, yeah. And I think, I just, I think it's really cool. It's really quite mm. cool. Something like different to what I would usually listen to. But... Intergalactic says she, she's heard them and they're yeah, very no, good. They are, hmm. They're they pretty good. good. They're really good. Definitely. All right. Am I... All right. Come on, music man. Hello. <laughs> I've been asked to keep it short and sweet, so I'm gonna do that. Um, first song that I've picked, it's not, I mean, it's new as in 2020, but it's not new as in sort of within the last couple of months. Um, punk band called State Champs released an acoustic record um, called something or another, I can't remember. Um, but they have a song on there called Crying Out Loud. Um, mm. It's awesome, it's an acoustic record, so it's something for everybody, um, amazing voice. The chorus, he ha- he really flexes his vocal um, uh, performance, which I really, really rate. Sounds really good. So um, brilliant. Love that. Good man. Good geezer. Second track is by this tiny metal band called Architects. Lol, rip. Um, no, they're massive. They're brilliant. Um, they released a new song called Black Lungs. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Phenomenal. Now oh, we've had another cheeky wink. Um, we've got a cheeky wink, guys. Let's intermission. Intermission. It's a real. Is oh, a, did the end. Oh, okay. Is a real sort of how would I put it? Fucking animals was song. definitely one that was like okay, they sound a little bit sort of new now. Black lungs was like, bro, stop. We're back. Um, with their sort of guitar tone <laughs> and their guitar melodies and stuff, they really sort of pulled it out the bag. Um, that song is amazing. Can't wait to see them live as soon as I can. Last song is by a band called Novelists FR. Um, they released a track called Lost Cause. This is a heavy track, same as the Architects track. So sorry if you um aren't really a massive fan of metal. The first one you probably likes it's acoustic. They recently, I think the previous vocalist left, or maybe I don't know. I'm pretty sure he left. Um. And they brought in this new vocalist. Um, and I tell you what, for a band that have just sort of 
just recently changed over vocalists. And there's a band that I can think of, Norflame. When they first changed vocalists, it really wasn't taken well. But fuck me. That is how you prove a point. Like, <laughs> the new vocalist has just come in and gone, like, guys, the last guy was a bit shit. Listen to this. And they've released this sort of, it's a metal track, but it's it's all over the place. There's, like, there's so many different sort of sounds and sort of um, awesome, like, synth sounds and stuff that they've incorporated into it to make it really sort of unique. Um, so, big shout out to them. Listen. Yeah, for sure. Novelists FR Lost Cause. Nice, and they will all be on our po- our podcast playlist, uh, which is on yeah, Spotify. Someone can link it in the yeah. uh, in the chat. I'd like to thank Jack or Lemze in advance for giving me uh, architects as well. So no um, I'm. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. I'm gonna do the giveaway because I said I'd give away two games. Now you can do the cheeky wink. Oh, cheeky wink oh, first. Yeah. There you go. Right, I'm going to uh, quickly go for a week. I'm back. Cool. I'm going to do the giveaway. So if you're in my chat, you must be here to win. Uh, that is the key. Um, so let's go. Let's pick a winner. Here we go. Intergalactic Ocean, you have won. Uh, please pick a number between one and eight. Well done, Daisy. Woo. Go you. Six. Nice, nice, nice. I will send you number six uh, directly to your... I'll send it directly to you. Don't worry, Daisy. I've got you on Facebook. Um, (laughs) Okay, I'll send that over to you with the key. Uh, You've won a copy of Blockstorm. Don't know what it is. It's a random game. Uh, (laughs) Might be shit. (laughs) Might be shit. Let's pick somebody else. Let's pick a second winner. Okay, the next winner is... (laughs) Oh, fuck off. (laughs) There bad honey bad are you here honey. i bet he's not here anymore yeah i bet he's not he is yeah, he oh is. he's one he's here okay bad honey pick a number between one and seven please oh right well we're waiting for this just thought i'd put it out there on the podcast Hurry up. I, I still energy. have I still have lots of um, for codes for the Pokemon online to give away. So if anybody would like any, or you know anybody that plays it and that would like some, tell them to come to the Discord and let us know, because I have about 36 to give away. About three. Three. exactly? About, I don't know, I've not counted. <laughs> I might have lost some. Number four, please, Lewis. Okay, so you want a copy of Knights and Merchants. I will send you the Steam key. Trust me, like, there are some really good games on here to win. So we've still got Galactic Civilizations (laughs) to win. Obviously, nobody's picked the good ones. And Guns of Icarus (laughs) as well. Blockstorm, um, should we just go over the Steam review really quickly while we're here? Um, So Blockstorm, let's have a look. A game made by Blocks Apart. Uh, all of these are over 70 on, on Metacritic. Blockstorm is an FPS game set in a world made of destructible blocks, and all maps and characters included in the game are made with the same tools that are available to the public. You can build everything in Blockspawn, Blockstorm, and you can destroy You can destroy it! I can't speak English. Uh, okay, and then we got Knights and Merchants, so let's go through... Okay, 
Good, good. So Knights and Merchants recreates the era of the Middle Ages. Apart from the purely fictitious geography of our world, Lock, all game elements and like scenes are based on the Anglo-Saxon period, 12,000 AD. And we haven't used imaginary elements like fabled creatures either. So you take on the role of somebody building a kingdom. It's a strategy game. Um, lovely. So I'll send you those keys. Um, thank you so much for watching, everyone. This has this been has a been brilliant amazing, podcast. Absolutely mm. amazing. Thank you so much for your support. Mm. And we love you all. We, we do. love you. So we see you next Monday and uh, enjoy your week. Au revoir. <laughs>